What's up, everyone? I hope you're enjoying your spring break, and welcome back to another episode of Tonight's Special. On this episode, I got my little brother Mel, and we talk about food, we talk about the places he's visited, we talk about music culture, we talk about artists that are very involved with communities and 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 are always for movements and, and making sure that their community keeps going up, you know, and, and, and move forward and teaching, you know, younger generations about, you know, history, you know. Of, of their own culture so it was awesome to sit down with mel and and talk about all these things you know him and i have been wanting to do this for a while and we finally got the chance to do it you know so i'm i'm happy and i'm glad to be able to do that um but before i go any further i also want to talk about this weekend uh well not this weekend but actually it's um um march 22nd which is the a monday uh we're gonna be at johnny's gold brick and i'm gonna be a part of a special pop-up with night shift my boy justin who was on the previous episodes uh we're gonna do a badass food we're gonna have great drinks and we're gonna take over johnny's for their anniversary uh so come out if you can show some love and uh, enjoy the drinks so before we get started with the episode i want you guys to i normally play just a snippet of a song but this time i'm gonna let the whole thing play out so sit back enjoy and the episode will start right after all right let's get it let's go Season, fuck my pastor, darling, two Jesus peace. Yeah. Dropping this blow on the basement floor, my yeast speaking. Yeah. Revin' the fan, I pledge to leave. Undefeated, fuck the 40 acres and the mule. They gave us niggas the eagles, hot pot spoons and needles. Yeah. Sold a piece of crack, the police is Mario Van Peebles. Uh. Serving every prime green and pookie with that vanilla smoothie. Scary, Gary, nigga, my neighborhood, something like the loser. Vladimir Banana clip move with Russian collusion shooters. Uh. Fuck a track hole, selling that pussy on computers. Yeah. Pippin' to never die, Chad Butler in heaven. Chunk and deuces, chunk and deuces, a hard white fish. Then I made a wish, a smoker scrubbing down my kitchen. I'm never gonna wash a dish. It's Mr. Clean, pass all power model. These niggas don't know how hard you're riding for the ass till you park it. In 1998, I sold the Glock 19 chopper. 2018, I'm finna reclaim my fucking time. The cop the roadie flooded, Maxine Waters. Fuck your poison, keep the vaccines off us. We got a reality star in the goddamn office, quite like the Reagan days. Fernando said he used to move chickens in the Noriega days. I disrespect his name. He signed my face with the razor blade Baby Tony, top of the family like Johnny Sacramone Topping up this block, white topper, some Yoshi Yamamoto's uh. Whoever killed him first gon' get promoted Boy, I was getting away with murder Before Denzel fucked by Yola Gangsta K Young nigga, dope money Just half at it, nigga Make money, more money Mathematics, nigga Pull poles, they coming for your money, nigga Play low, I mean low Like no money, nigga Young nigga, dope money Just half at it, nigga Make money, more money Mathematics, nigga Pull poles, they coming for your money, nigga Play low, I mean low Like no money, Look, real bars are the ill bars These scars are the only real proof they couldn't kill gods My coke hand is still sketching out my memoirs What I did to door panels on them wind stars Gym stars left cuts in the dinner place It's new stash box, the AC don't just ventilate Take over your blocks, young niggas assimilate We all break bread like going Dutch on a dinner date The love of your life, rap nigga wear fake watches The serial number don't match the gift boxes The bezel on her Balon blue due to Tanache The bitch told me two-tone rollies was too blase yeah. Way more chemical than political PTSD from what I weighed on the digital It was snowfall and Reagan gave me the visual Obama opened his doors knowing I was a criminal I took a risk 
I took a break, took a road trip to a Motel 6, get it wholesale, and you know I won't tell shit, ride coattails, then he really won't that lit, just another in the mix, nigga, I'm rich, nigga, tell me is you Alpo or Mitch, nigga, bet it all, roulette, all on my wrist, nigga, like Cleo setting it off, taking your bitch, nigga, Young nigga, dope money, just half at it, nigga, make money, more money, mathematics, nigga, po-po's, they coming for your money, nigga, play low, I mean low, like no money, nigga, young nigga, dope money, just half at it, nigga, make money, more money, mathematics, nigga, low low, like talking to baby mama, nigga, fake rap, tell that bitch this is that show money, nigga. Five random questions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you, you weren't ready for that. I was not. <laughs> so question number one. Uh, what did you want to be growing up? Huh? Growing up, I think when I was young at first, I wanted to be Michael Vick. And then... You realize you couldn't be Michael Vick. You could be right, somebody right. like Michael Vick. Yeah, and then I also realized that I my athletic level just is not is not. Oh, but NFL. not no nowhere near dogfighting, right? Like no, 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 no. <laughs> this is before this. This is before that. But for after that, really, I wanted to be a um, a rapper for for a long time. I remember when uh, fresh out of high school, you were like into that, like into music, mm-hmm. trying to get into making beats and rapping and stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. So what happened? Um, well, in terms of rapping, it just was, I like, it's just not my, my whole thing anymore. I mean, of course it's fun to rap and stuff and, but that, that's not how I feel like I could express myself in the best way. Uh, cause I think, you know, rapping is more than just, of course, making rhymes well it's a skill set of of knowing how to use your words and and how to play them like if they're cards you know right but i also feel you got to have like deep knowledge of what you're talking about as well exactly i mean there's a lot of rappers now that i don't want to use the word mumble rap but there's a lot of rappers now that they just talk about and and nothing against them you know but they talk about the lifestyle they live which is like sometimes it's drugs sometimes it's guns sometimes it's you know all these things but if you go back to 90s hip hop or if you go back to just like poetic rap, you know, like like Common or uh, uh, Lupe, uh, mm. who else? Um, Jay Electronica. Yeah. You know, yeah. people that can put like you in a seat. And all that yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Talib Kweli is one of my favorite, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there are people that can put you in your seat and you can. It's like for a split second, those three minutes of that track. You can see things through their eyes, the way right. they describe everything, the way they they, they a, put a picture in your in your head. Yeah. So it's it's different. Yeah, it is. It is. Even uh, Jay Z uh, has a ta- song where he says that he w- wished that he could rap like Common. I mean, because I mean, you everyone sees Jay Z as oh this this guy who can rap like anything, do yeah, anything, like the greatest. But right, but, but it, it's a whole different skill set to rap. You know, but like I a, feel like if if you can describe hip-hop you can describe it like any sport you know because it is a sport right but you can describe it as any sport like there's there's rappers like jay-z that you consider like the quarterbacks right Mm -hmm. you know they they make the moves but then 
you can consider, you know, like rappers like uh, like Common that, you know, no, okay, vice versa. You can use Jay Z as like the the guy that scores, but you can have Straight Common as shooter, a shooter, bucket, yeah, getter, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can have Common as like a playmaker, you know, somebody right. that sets it up for the other mm-hmm. person to score, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's always fun to do those rappers versus like athletes yeah. comparison types yeah, yeah. of things. It, yeah. it is, but uh, I mean, but it it's interesting because again, you know, there's so many styles of hip hop. It's not just one, right? And then you have you know older generations that get mad about other styles, right? Or, or there's the East Coast West Coast battle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. There you know Midwest. There's you know the Dirty South. Yeah. So there's yeah all these areas that that you know they have their style of rap. Like you and I were talking about this a couple of days ago. Where we were talking about how there's a lot of talent in Houston, but Houston doesn't want to change from having not 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 the music scene, but just people aren't willing to try new things or or, or fit in the you know adjust to the new change. Yeah, and there's a lot of lyrical people here in Houston. Absolutely. But they want to stick to more of like the southern slang, the, uh, you know, the um, slow down and banging, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So they don't they don't really want to adjust to like the poetic or the, you know, the uh, the new style of rap or, or just the metaphoric rap that, that exists in the city. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, yeah, it's a, and I think that's there's a lot of different factors, especially when it comes to just Houston artists um and i think that uh the influence from like the late 90s early 2000s like that houston rap era it carried like so much weight and we attached to it so much you know that um you know it's it's like the the newer generation pays respect to it and the old generation don't even like but then there's a lot of new generation that doesn't respect the old either that's true that yeah. is true but i i feel like that's not a houston thing there's no, 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 there's no. i mean young people a lot of times they're just gonna be ignorant yeah yeah you know? but in houston rap that's that's what's going on that what's going on here is that a lot of the old school doesn't want to you know give it a try to the new school you know? mm-hmm. yeah um whether in but if you compare that to like rap in New York or rap in LA, they appreciate anybody that's putting on their city. Right, right, know? right, right. And doesn't matter who it is. It could be Casey Veggies. It could be uh, uh, what's the name, Vince. Uh, Vince Staples. Vince Staples. Yeah. And you know? he doesn't have any type of sound no. that is like a regular rap. Type no, of but sound. but they respect it because right. like, you're from here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put every. We're gonna show love to everybody. Right. You know? Right. You know. Yeah. And there's so many styles of rap in L.A. itself. Mm-hmm. So many styles. You yeah. know. From like the old classic style to to new stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I mean. You know, there's still pe- there's still people that you know that don't don't they don't want to let go of that old school style of of the Cali you know like Cali vibes and then mm-hmm. you I feel like Nipsey had his own style mm-hmm. you know but Dom Kennedy has his own style You're right You're you right know? and even if you look at like and Kendrick has his own exactly style. exactly yeah you <laughs> so, yeah you know uh, who else. Um, Kendrick has his own style. Uh, Schoolboy School Q, Q J Rock, right? Like, they're all completely like, different individuals, but yeah. they hang. But they know, like, they also know how to collab with each other too, right? Right. You know, 
And then, of course, you got the game, which mm-hmm. the game is just there. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Those, and the game is also older than all of them, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? But I feel like the game always tries to, like, bully the rap out there, like... Yeah, I don't know what's up with him, man. He's a he's a he's a character. <laughs> he's that uncle that still wants to hang around yeah, with the young ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. So, uh, so I, 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 we, I said a couple of questions. We got really deep into that one, right there, into that conversation. But, um, okay, um, if you can give your top five styles of rap that you enjoy listening to, what are they? Hmm. Okay. Um. Or you can give an example of an artist that you, yeah, yeah, not, they yeah. don't have to be like the best. Just be like five My favorites. Yeah, yeah. Five, you know, styles or five artists that you're like, man, I can have these guys on repeat and don't get tired of them. All right. Number one, for sure, is definitely, you know, uh, Kanye's like Kanye got like, I feel a couple different styles that he that he kind of yeah. did, but uh Kanye's like middle to second like mid wave like where the uh where he was doing the eight oh eights with the with the melodic type of stuff. I feel like he was way ahead of, of the time. Oh, and he's always super. been way ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um like even when he did the like the gospel, you know, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's still like the sounds in it. Mm-hmm. It's like he still give gave you like 'cause when when you think about like gospel rap you think about like people trying to make rap music and then be like god 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 right, god, right. right you know trying to incorporate it you know i don't want to say it's whack but but you know you you listen yeah, to I it mean, you're it's, like it's not gonna be mainstream exactly like, <laughs> but he was able to deliver something you're like man like it yeah. doesn't even feel like it's a gospel album. right like, right i mean honestly i wasn't the biggest fan of it of, of the album but it was definitely something where you was listening to it and you were like okay you know, Kanye's I mean, Kanye's still Kanye. You know the beats, man. Like, right. I, I mean, feel like it, and it puts you in a groove. Like the drum, I feel like his the biggest thing about his beats are always the drums. Like the yeah. drums, they have such a vibe to them mm-hmm. that you just start. You know, it could be I don't know, like um, like on uh, the life of Pablo, uh, the fi- the life of uh, Pablo. Yeah, the life of Pablo. When he had that, I can't remember the name of the song, but. Um, where he used uh, the video was what's her name? Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. Fade. Yeah. So you hear the drums, you're like, man, like, yeah. and then it makes you want to go back and research the sample. Right. And, it, and like, he knows how to do that. He knows how to bring you a sample. Then you're like, man, that was so dope. And then you're like, I wonder where he got it from. And then you actually, I would search it. And yeah. then you'd be like, he makes you, well, not that he makes you, but he helps you discover yep he's a he's a tour you know, guy yeah he he just <laughs> he helps you discover and navigate to the history of right of hip-hop music or just history of music you know i was i was gonna say that that brings me to my the second style because i wasn't gonna credit that to kanye but i was gonna credit that to somebody like dilla and mad lib oh, and stuff course, like that man. where i mean where you listen to this and you're like oh my goodness where did they get this from and then you're spending Slumville. 30, 45 minutes on YouTube trying to find... Ninth Wonder. Yes, yes. You know? And, I mean, you're hearing things where it's like some... George, like... German, like, um, like group of, of guys that, that were just singing feel, on some random I, video, I you know? I feel like the best way to... I feel like there's a band where you can say that if you can grab 
those the artists that I think you're thinking of and put them together, I feel like the perfect band is the Roots. Oh yeah, I mean of course yeah. Like they, you can listen to an album from start to finish and it has all these different vibes. Yeah, and you you won't get tired of it. It won't be like a one dimensional album. It's like very well balanced album. Right. That's why they're legends, you know. And they still like. Yeah. You can yeah. play any of your music right now, and you can still jam to it and be like, shit, man, like. You know, they can. You have people where it's like. You can play that music for anybody, and they're what the, they're not gonna be like. Oh, this is bad. Yeah, like, you know, and where you have some people where you have some artists where it's like, oh, I love this artist, but you play it for a certain person, they're gonna be like, this is really bad. Like, yeah, I, I don't like. Or they're this. just like, eh, it's not really my cup of right. tea kind of thing. You right. Know? Whereas, like, you know, you could put, play somebody to the roots. They may not be like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this every day for the next week and a half because I love but it so much. They won't complain. They right. listen to it. And they're like, man. Yeah. You yeah. Know? You know. And that's just a sign of that. That's just a sign of good music, you know. Yeah. And that's what they're making. Yeah. You know. So the second artist was again. Uh, you oh, said, the uh, first one was Kanye style. And you say Dilla. And then it was Dilla. Okay. And then uh, third, third is I'm gonna go more recent. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go with uh, Young Thug and Future. Um, I really like what they've done with um, you know, their style of flow. And I mean, it's it's like it's a little like addicting because like it's you're listening to it and it just kind of they're just like bouncing yeah. off the walls with all di- all these different types of stuff. It's like it, it has it like it's it's raging sound and then it also has like it's laid back. Vibe. Right, right. I mean, and you know, it some also, of it is like okay, this is the drugs talking, but still no, true. But it, it, those sounds that they I guess discover while they're you know and they're under the influence. And they put them into music. It's like, not that they put you in the in that, you know. Um, yeah, they don't put you under the influence. No, but, you know. no. But what what I'm saying is like, they help you hear like the way I the way to describe it is like, they're they give you all these moods in a, in a in in a track or in an album. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, there's there they have like certain sounds where they're like raging, where you're like you know, really hyped up. And then they have sounds where you're just like sitting back, you know, mm-hmm. chilling. Mm-hmm. And they also have sounds where it makes you be like, man, I want to like ski masks for no reason. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. even know what it feels yeah, like, but yeah. they making me feel like mm-hmm. I know what it feels mm-hmm. like, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, you're all of a sudden you look down, you're going 95, all, <laughs> you know? All of a sudden you're dressed in all black <laughs> right. with a shotgun, you know? You're like, yep. I don't even own this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Though. I mean, that's... but. That's that's why I like them, and I think that's why they're so popular too, and uh, so many people uh, try to copy and emulate them, because uh, they got that that entire range, and it's so like intense. Every single sound, everything is so intense. Um, so that's three, right? Yeah, that's the third one. Uh, fourth are, one. Are these questions too hard for you? Or? No. Do no. you like them? Do you I do. Them? I do. I do. I do. I, I've I've actually never thought of this, and I I I be thinking like about these types of questions all the time. Uh, the fourth. Um, hmm. Do you listen to music every time you're in the car, or every you, single time, or do you listen to, like everything, like podcasts? I listen or, to podcasts when. I will either be on a super long drive. So, I mean, like a road trip type of drive. And I'll do that for like part of the drive and then music the other part. Um, and 
I'll also listen to podcasts when, like, I'm doing, like, a light workout where, like, I'm not about to be having to dig deep into, like, the motivation, you know. I, I, I dive into podcasts every morning on my way to work. Mm-hmm. Or just in the morning, you know, while I'm doing, like, my runs or errands or whatever that yeah. I do for the stores. And then uh, when I leave work, I finish what, whatever episode I was listening to of whatever show. And as soon as I finish it, it's like music comes on. Now, yeah. like my day has shifted now. Yeah. You know, you know how some people listen to, you know, uh, they uh, read the newspaper in the morning or they watch the news mm-hmm. or whatever it is. That's like my thing is like podcast. The podcast. Like, yeah. And then the rest of the day is like going back to the music, you know, so. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm. Oh, four. Yeah. Four. Um, all right. Four. I would have to go with. Uh, Probably, you know, old uh, Southern type of rap like UGK, okay. um, Outcast. Of course, it was like Outcast always for me. Of course, right, right. You know, that's classic. You know, it's hard. Not another one of those people where it's like, all right, I'm gonna play this for you. It's hard. It's gonna be hard for you to say this nah, is bad man, music. But I feel here. like you can't. Like Outcast, I feel like they haven't made any music. In the past few years, you know, what, 10 years or more? Like, At least. But I feel like any album of theirs fits any time. Yeah. You know? They were they were another ones way ahead of their time. But, but like I was telling you uh, on when I saw you last on Sunday, um, how Christina and I went to dinner at the restaurant 93 Yeah, Kill. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as, you know, I, I have been wanting to go to the restaurant. I have been wanting to, you know, because I. I knew that this restaurant opened. It's like a hip hop kind of like vibe influenced, you know, mm-hmm. restaurant. But it's very. It also has this elegant touch to the food and to the vibe in there, you know. But they're playing records the whole time, vinyls the whole time, hip hop vinyls mostly. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I walk in, it was Outcast playing, old school Outcast, you know. You hook right away. I told her, man, I'm like, coming I f- back. I feel like I'm at <laughs> home. I told her, I was like, I feel like I'm at home. And then we sat down and we ate. We had a great meal. Everything was delicious. What kind of food is it again? Uh, well, I mean, it's not a like a specific style. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's just I'm. I feel like he's cooking what he loves, right? Or what he's in the mood for. Yeah, which is kind of like my style of cooking. Yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, people ask me all the time, like, "Oh, what kind of style are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I do tacos. I mean, I I do tacos for my pop ups, but I also do like anything else, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I think about what I'm cooking, I think about like." What I'm feeling, you know, what's yeah. my vibe, and then I put that onto the food. So yeah, but that's how I felt when you went in there. The food was delicious. They had this um, quail with uh, green chorizo stuffed. Man, dude, it yeah. was amazing. I bet amazing, oh, man. dude. Yeah, I can't wait to go. I'm definitely going. <laughs> Let me know when you do so. I'll tag along. <laughs> it was really good. Wow. Uh, so Outcast number four, right? Or you said UGK. Southern, southern style, southern rap. Okay. Uh, I guess we. I guess, I don't know what to categorize that as. I guess classic southern rap. Um, but uh, the fifth one, that's tough because you know the fifth. I mean, I'm also all over the place. And so, like the fifth one, it doesn't have to be hip hop either. Like just oh. five five styles of music that oh, that you're okay. To. All right. So if you want to adjust your list, you yeah, can. Yeah, definitely want to adjust. The okay, list then and go for it from the top again. All right, Kanye's still there. Okay, Dilla's still there. Okay, um, Southern rap is still there. The classic Southern style is still there. Okay, uh, and then 
the next ones, all right, it's definitely going to be, you know, slow. I, I don't want to say like soft rock, but it's more like indie, like a little bit of alternative and a little bit of electronic. Drop the artist, like like somebody that you... Man, Radiohead. Okay. I listen to, I mean, a ton of Radiohead and all of their children, like <laughs> like the people that sound like them. Really? A lot. Um, and then the last one would definitely be like, you know, uh, hmm, I would say, uh, old school, like R and B. Uh, I grew up on that. My dad, uh, you know, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you already know though. I mean, he's, he, you know, the type of music he's playing, you know, he actually, I've never heard him play any music around. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, it's okay. Us- it's usually him, like, oh, yeah, yeah I know. I already know. know. I already you know. know. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's never really like, okay, like your mom uh, shocked me a couple, what, a couple years ago when um, when your grandmother had, had passed away, mm-hmm. you know, may she rest in peace. Uh, she shocked me when we were at her, uh, at her condo that she had. Oh, grandma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when we were there. She was. She tells me that your dad loves jazz. Oh yeah. And I'm like, man, I love jazz. Like, oh. And she's like, you love jazz. I'm like, yes. Like that's, I can listen. To, like, if I if I if I wasn't listening to any interesting podcast or like let's say all this whatever shows I'm listening to they're on break right now, it would be that in the mornings right away. Jazz just yeah. in the morning. It's just yeah. Man, it dude, is. It's so soothing. Yeah. And it keep, it's just, it's the perfect start of the morning. The sound mm-hmm. is so relaxing, dude. So who, who you listen to? So I listen to a lot of jazz rap, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, not, nothing specific. Cause I always just play radio, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't have any like certain artists that I'm like, man, like I have to like, mm-hmm. as soon as they drop out, yeah. I'm on it. yeah, no, 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 it's just anybody, man, honestly, that, mm-hmm. that comes along. Uh, I love more of of styles because I play sax myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played in a while, but um, I like the sound of the sax a lot. Yeah. Cause there were, I, it, I, maybe cause I know how to play it. Mm-hmm. So when I, any, ha, any songs or any sounds that have deep sax solos and stuff like that, I right away start like basically feeling it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like when you see a guitarist, like playing, they're like closing their eyes, they're biting their lip as they're hitting the strings, you know, as they're playing their notes, they're really in the zone. Right. It's like I get that when I listen to the sound of sax. Mm-hmm. You know, any saxophone, whether it's you know tenor, baritone, uh, just the sound of it, man. It just right away, I'm I I can connect to it. Yeah. You know, you so, feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, man, like that's awesome. You know. Yeah. I mean. My dad, like like you was just saying, my dad listens to a lot of jazz, so that means I listen to a lot of jazz, too, uh, just because I, I would just always be in the car with him, and, you know, that's what he would be playing. I also play piano, so, yeah, like, um, of course, I was doing, like, jazz camps in the summer and all this different stuff, so I'm very familiar with that, too, but, um, yeah, those are my five. Um, the last one would be R&B, like, you know, Stevie Wonder, of course, is, I guess, maybe, like... We were talking about that the other yeah. day, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I love Stevie, so... 
uh, that type of stuff. 60s, 70s, um, uh, R&B. That is, that's something I listen to most days. And, and, uh, what, like, so any music that your dad influenced you besides, like, jazz or oldies that you're like, man, like, um, I would, you know, because as a kid you hear it, you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And then you get older and it's like you, because you heard it so much, you kind of appreciate when you do hear it. You're like, man, that, I yeah. remember my dad or my pops used to, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, to answer this, I feel like I got to kind of give a little bit of a backstory. Go for it. Uh one of my i think it was one of my sister's birthdays i'm five years older than her so it was like she was maybe like turning two or three or something uh so i was young Ludacris had come out with uh the red light district album okay with like pimping all over the world yeah. on there and stuff and uh my mom bought the album and she used to play, mom? yeah what? she used to play it in the car i used to be listening to that like my mom did not expect that. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she definitely <laughs> likes Ludacris. <laughs> you know, um, maybe because the way I know your mom and your dad, yeah, they've always been very like reserved, kind of laid back. Well, your dad's more of a jokester. Right, right. But you know, my mom, she's like very like. Uh. Everyone's always shocked when I tell them that. <laughs> Everyone is always shocked when I tell them that. But yeah, she, you know, uh, your sister always tells me like, "Man, my mom's crazy." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I don't believe it. You don't know her. You don't know her. It's, it's the ludicrous. <laughs> oh, I get. It. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna be like Melvin. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> come here. What'd you say about me? Yep. Um, but so I was listening to that in the car, and she, my, uh, we're at this birthday party. The whole family's around. And, and you yelled, "Stand up!" No, I, I mean, I'm, I, I said, stood up and said, "Like move, bitch," or something like that, like in, fr- in front of the whole family, because I didn't know what the curse word meant, and like, so that was like strike one. And then a couple days later, my dad was watching a movie, and they said shit, and I was like, because you know that's how they do the yeah. abbreviation in the in the rap song. So yeah. I started rapping a line, and I was like. Shh. And that's and I pointed to the TV and he was like, huh? And then after that, they were like, no more rap music for a while. I mean, I was I want to say in third or fourth grade, and I didn't get another <clears throat> rap CD until the Carter Three and Eight Away and Heartbreak. Those were the wow, next two that I was got. What like two thousand two thousand eight two thousand nine? Yeah, yeah. So it was a long time. That's a that's a long time. So for no, that time I was listening to basically just whatever my dad went to went to play. You know, yeah. when I was whenever I was in the car with him, when I was in the car with mom, it was like Magic One Hundred Two Point One. I thought you I thought you were gonna say like I got to the party, I stood up on the table and yelled, "Stand up when I move you." Move. <laughs> just <laughs> like that. everybody yeah. was like, "Hey!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in in that time, my dad was playing a lot of uh, a lot of rock. I mean, my dad listens to a ton of rock. Really? And I like guess, who? I mean, both of our our favorites uh, is uh, Led Zeppelin. So he was playing a lot of Led Zeppelin, you know, Led Zeppelin 4 and, um, you know, just their whole, really their whole discography, really, because um, they have a pretty stacked one. Um, and, um, and, and, not to stop you there, but I do remember when I was very little, mm-hmm. and I, my mom would go to your grandma's house, 
and uh and i would see your grandpa there and stuff mm-hmm. and i know he would be working upstairs or doing right. stuff upstairs and every now and then i'll go up there he would show me the one like what was your dad's bedroom mm-hmm. and the door had all these like stickers on it like yeah so i now i can relate like the rock right you know i mean because that's yeah when he was a kid that's what he was listening to yeah. he would say he would just play the the radio and they would just be playing all types of music um and he started to like the rock and he kind of dove into that especially once i was a i was a little kid because he was trying to show me the music that he liked yeah like kind of put you on right so yeah. he kind of re- was revisiting things that he hadn't listened to in several several years um another another i mean we got led zeppelin that's one side of it and then another side which kind of expresses like his jazz side that he put me on to was uh steely dan and i mean we've seen me and my dad have since i've been born i guess we've seen steely dan at least three or four times no way like big fans big fans so we're uh, at like here in houston we're, yeah in the woodlands they usually go to the woodlands they went to like auditoriums mostly like yeah uh, yeah mm-hmm. they don't really do like huge venues right. or anything like right. that but they do I mean, more like auditoriums where it's you know it's big but it's not huge mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and um so yeah um that's what when i when i was not listening to rap because i couldn't he was playing that a lot and i was kind of like oh whatever what is this this is lame like i mean all of my friends were listening to soldier boy and stuff you know <laughs> so like <laughs> oh no <laughs> so i mean i was like i'm not trying to listen to this i mean i wasn't learning the trends or whatever uh but as i got older of course my dad was still playing it and i would hear songs again and i'd be like oh Hey, this is this is interesting, and then I I became I understood music more because I was playing and I got better, um, and I could I could really start hearing what the artists were doing, and I could hear the relationship between classic rock and jazz. So I mean I would be hearing their bass go twelve bars and then loop. I'd be like, wait a minute, this is what this is what all these other people have been doing, you know, and like, oh, but they're doing it with an electric guitar and singing off key or whatever. So I got a a much better appreciation for it. And then once I went to school, to college, I was. Yeah, it's like you kind of, you learn from your parents what they, you know, what they listen to. And then when you go to college, it like opens up doors because you connect your music with, the stuff that your friends and their parents taught them and there's like your library grows like crazy mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel like in college you know your music library or your appreciation for music changes a lot because you use it for studying right use it at parties walking to class and all every everything i was doing and i always had yeah. headphones in yeah you're walking around you're so i feel like that's where you kind of everybody becomes like a huge fan of like all these different genres mm-hmm. or whatever they're in the mood for at the time right you know and plus, you're around a whole bunch of new people coming from all over the country. So they're showing you what they grew up with, yeah. you know. Or, or you never heard it, and then you hear it, you're like, who's that? Right, you know? right. And it just, you know, the curiosity takes you to. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I, w- I roomed with a, 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 a Haitian guy for from Miami nice. for like two years. Put you on Trick Daddy right away, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> He's like, this is Uncle Trick. You never heard of him? <laughs> but Miami culture is... It's very different. It's very different. Yeah. And I... Completely foreign to me, you know? 
So that's it's all Cubans and Haitians, bro. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been to Miami, I think, one time, but I was I was really young, and it was literally for. They covered your eyes the whole time. It, basically, <laughs> basically, really. Yeah. I mean, would you go with your parents? Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I'm sure they covered your eyes the whole time. Yeah, actually, we that's we were on South Beach, me and my little sister, and South Beach is like parts of it is topless. Really? Yeah. And it's crazy. So we're sitting there. We're excited to be on a beach. Hold on, I'm booking my flight real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're on the we're on the beach, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. We're running around and stuff. Um, and apparently, they were just you know topless women just walking around, you know, putting lotion on themselves or whatever. And um, you started you started a business. I can. Put the lotion on you. For I $10. didn't even see them. I'm telling. I was completely obtuse to the whole thing because I was excited to be on the beach, and I. You were distracted by the sand. Literally, which is like, I'm thinking back. I'm like, that would have changed my whole life back then. I was, I was like, and it- this is where Mel. <laughs> and at this moment, Melvin was never a kid again. Right. I was never a kid again. After you, ever, that. you ever seen the uh, the the video? It's like a meme video. Uh, right now, when I was saying about booking my flight, I thought Christina's gonna hang me for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but I was gonna say there's a video of uh, uh, I think I might like scratch this little part that the video says, but um, it's a kid. He's like, when I hit puberty, and he's like, hey guys, you wanna? <clears throat> and then his like voice changes, like I'm gonna go out. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen that. I've never seen it. Yeah, you have to pull it up and show me. But <laughs> it's hilarious. He's like the moment I hit puberty. So he's like walking into a room. He's like, "Hey guys, do you want to go? Uh, I'm gonna go back to my room by myself." Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love all of those. I think know. it was a sunblock that was blocking your sight the whole time. Exactly. I mean, that's why I be telling people everything. Like you know, I, there was there's so much sand. My sister kicked stuff in my eye. We had to leave. You know, but. Yeah, my parents didn't tell me until I got back, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. Where were they? <laughs> what kind of parents are you? <laughs> right? So disappointed. You guys are supposed to prepare me for the real world over here. <laughs> I was in the real world. <laughs> Look at you, like, turning me away from life. Um, um, yeah, that, that's, I haven't been in Miami since, you know, I've been trying to go back. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons, I believe. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. So I know you've been to a lot of places in you know around the US. Uh where has it been some of your favorite or like some of the places that you've been like, man, I really love like this city or like Um I like so I lived in New Orleans. Which is one of my favorite like I feel California, LA and New Orleans are two of my favorite places. Yeah. And short answer, those are probably my some of my two favorite places. I wouldn't live in New Orleans again cuz living there is a whole different thing from visiting. Yeah, of course. But like uh, anywhere. Right. As right. as like I tell, you know, Christina, I've I've told her in the past like, man, I would love to move to LA maybe for a couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. This was before we got our house. You know? Right. And uh and she was like, "Nah, you don't want to live there." You know, I hear that too yeah, from people that are that spend a lot of the, a lot of time in LA. And then uh like her family that she has out there they they also tell me like no like yeah hell no like yeah. So for visiting New Orleans and LA, I like them a lot. Uh you know, in Texas uh 
I like the Austin area. I mean, but I feel I feel that the reason they say that not because they you know they live there every day and stuff like that, but I feel like you and I maybe like those places because of the food culture. Yeah, and also like just <laughs> just like the not. You know, not just the food culture, but also, like, just the culture of itself, of the city. Mm-hmm. You know, like, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Like, I told you that night, like, somebody once described me this in, in New Orleans, and they said, New Orleans, it's not about Bourbon Street. It's about the Shishi Pupulala, <laughs> like, which is the whole city, bro. <laughs> right. And it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, once you see the city for what it really is, yeah. like, you know, not, not the corruption or anything like that, but I'm saying, like, the culture, the art, right. the music, the food. Yeah, and it's everywhere Man, too. Like dude, it's, it's like yeah. you really enjoy French. The people there think, talk differently because yeah. of that. And, you know, like they I, promote I, that. You know, like I feel, I feel like I never want to leave Frenchman Street when I go. <laughs> like, yeah, Frenchman's everything's nice. there, bro. Yeah. Everything's there. Yeah. Like yeah. You jazz, got, right? Art, hip hop, like yep. down the street, food. Yep. Like everything's in that one street. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and then. On top of that, like it's it's right next to like during the daytime you can go down there and then you're like by um I forgot uh the Bywater okay and then there's you're also of course by the French Quarter and you're by Bourbon so I mean you're really right near a whole lot of also stuff. the the CBD district yeah like, yeah I, I love that area too yeah like, I would say it's like the Heights what Houston Heights could be considered I'm guessing oh. Uh, Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't want to compare it exactly, but I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Heights has different types of food. No, than, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm than, not saying food wise. I'm just saying like the neighborhood vibe. Like, you know. Yeah, okay. Okay. I can kind of see like that. Like the then. old school homes, you know. Yeah. They're well taken care of. Right. You know? But they, New Orleans got a, a few of those like, everywhere. Right. You know, because it's a really old city. Yeah. And um, they, a lot of the homes, especially are you know they keep the old look they keep the old style because that's what they're that's what they are now you know that's yeah. a part of their identity um another city uh chicago oh chicago's fun but it's in the summer oh. I, during the winter time I'm, i've never been in the winter but i see the weather on, <laughs> on like, TV. I'm, good. I'm good on it i'm good <laughs> But uh, How, how'd you feel during the the snowstorm? Like man, where you're like, okay, definitely not going to Chicago. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I was literally texting my friend from Chicago, and I was like, man, the fact that you were doing this year in year out, you're insane. Why yeah. would you ever suggest that city to anyone? <laughs> that it's terrible. Besides the gunshots, like <laughs> yeah, they, there's there's plenty of reasons where it's like I'm gonna only go here for like two three weeks at a time, maybe. Um, but another city is Seattle. Man, Seattle dude. was. I've been there I, a couple I've, times. I've never a, been, but I know some people out there. It's fun. It's fun. The weather is. It's nice even in the winter time. Like it's not too too harsh. Um, I have a, uh, a couple friends that that are out there. Uh, one of my friends that's a like a pastry chef. I don't know if she moved exactly to Seattle, but she moved somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, she did move to Seattle. But uh, man, like the picture she shares. Like, that's the outside I was gonna say. Yeah, city, it's bro. the most beautiful thing ever. Like it's. I told Christina I want to visit, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I heard the seafood is like so delicious. It and is. Fresh. It is. You know, I was all over the yeah. food. Like every meal, I was like, all right, I need to go to a new place. You know. Um, but yeah, I honestly, I walked through, like the entire city one day. Like I was dating this girl at the time. She was at work, and 
I was on one side of the city by the water and like downtown and my friend lived on the complete other side of the city. I had my headphones and I just ate. So I was like, you know what? Let's I don't just mind walk. walking. Right. And like Seattle's not like super dangerous or anything. They have a, like a lot of like homeless people that be like drugged out or whatever, but you know, it's it's the middle of, in every city. Right, right. It's like, not it's not uh skits row, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm well saying. they they got areas, but like No, yeah, but I'm saying like Skits Row is like they yeah. build a city right. <laughs> within LA. Right. You know, you know, yeah. Like they they used to call uh all the tents that were right there by by uh by the fiesta and stuff, you remember? Oh, by where I live? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um they used to call it tent city. Yeah, I heard somebody say that. Yeah, because of all the tents, bro. But they, they, it's not like that anymore now. No, no, of course yeah. not. They put all the, all the, you know, the fencing around it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, but I was gonna say, like, if we thought that that was tent city, yeah, Skids Row. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I've seen Skids Row. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's just, it's pretty crazy. And it's like, like the New York City of tents, bro. Like, it's insane. It's insane. And like, you know, I have, I have a whole lot of feelings about, about that. You know. Yeah. But. Um, but in Seattle is definitely, it's, it's definitely a place, you know, I would suggest visiting, you know, I also like being outdoors a lot. I, I love like not being outdoors as in like doing outdoor activities, but I love like walking to places, seeing right. places, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's more what I mean too. I, yeah. I'm like, not always trying to go hiking, you know? Like I uh I try to convince like Christina like when we're doing something like oh man like when we're out and about we have like a day where we're free, I'm like man let's go do this like let's do something. She's like oh let's just stay in like we've been working and stuff like man I just I can't stay home like I want to mm-hmm. go see stuff and she's like yeah, all right like let's go you know yeah that's fun though that's that's fun that's fun and I know I already knew you were like that because you know I'm all over the place all over the place <laughs> all over the place I mean. And it's funny. You can see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And I was I was gonna bring up your Instagram. Your Instagram, you see stuff and I'll be I'll go to a, somebody's page, some random page, and I'll be like, Oh my goodness, Danny follows this person already. <laughs> I was like, what what brought it, what brought him to this page? Dude, I'm all over the I'm all over, bro. Like <laughs> No, nah, I just I've always uh I've always seen things as like it the more you experience the more you are open to the world like the better understanding you are and the more knowledgeable you are about things yeah you know because a lot of people are or they seem to not be aware or you know or know what's going around them mm-hmm. because they don't want to see right but for me it's like no i'm always a person that wants to be uh aware of my surroundings not in a bad way or anything like that but i just you know anything that's going on in life any you know like my networking just the people that i know dude like friends that i have like they're all different they all do different things they all you know but yet i can be able to hang out with them and Mm -hmm. have some kind of like connection or relation yeah with them because i'm open to whatever they do right yeah and i think that's a that's a big lesson in life for real because you know yep. people nobody's the same nah, so man. the only way you're going to be able to meet people and grow is just by being open to new things that's why we talk about food a lot yeah. you know but um that's why people when i'm when we're like out with friends or whatever and they're like oh i don't like this i'm like have you had it and they're like no 
That's how like, I am. What do you mean? That's exactly mm-hmm. how I am. I'm like, man, like, so I have, I, you know, I know people that are always like picky about food mm-hmm. and I don't, not that I never invite people around when I go eat, but usually like my thing is like, man, like don't waste these people's time. They put time and labor into what they cook. Exactly. So I'm not going to invite you to somewhere that you, that I know for sure that you're going to be like, ah, oh, no thanks. Right. Do you got chicken nuggets on yeah. the menu type? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's like, man, you don't understand the, you know, the thought behind that dish, you know, maybe cause I understand food, but it's like anything like I, I can't go to a, you know, to, uh, I don't know how to describe it but i can't maybe because i understand the industry more but um but just like i can't go to anybody and say like oh like like any sport mm-hmm. like basketball or like soccer or golf or anything like that like i can't knock on it if i've never tried it right and then like once you play it or try it for once you're like man this is a whole different deal yeah, yeah. and it's like the same thing with food like mm-hmm. a lot it's of people, art yeah it's like when you a lot of people Growing up, you you know, if you've never played golf or whatever it is, you're like, oh, man, it seems boring. Like, you see the show or you see them playing on TV, you're like, man, that's lame. It's mm-hmm. boring. And then you actually go to, like, Top Golf, which is not the perfect example. But you go to places yeah. like that and you take a swing yeah, and you, you see, see how it. difficult right. it is. And you're like, hold up. like Yeah. You nah, get a, an appreciation yeah. for it, you know. You're like, man, hold you know, up. Yeah. You wouldn't tell a, an artist, you know. When you're buying like a painting or something or uh, a sketch or anything, you wouldn't be like, "Hey, can you erase that part?" No, of course not. Right, like because they put put thought into every every square inch, you know, that they that they put on the paper, you know. But you do negotiate though. You're like, yeah, you're yeah. like, you're not like, can you take that off? But you're like, man, like I like it, but. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, and of course, that's I would not... just buy half of it. No, no, no. That's the worst negotiation. Yeah. Nah, I. But I mean, I'm talking about what you know with food. No, no. You know, I get it. If you're if you're allergic to cheese, you don't have to put yeah. you know cheese on your thing. But um, you know, that's back. The point is, be open to everything. You know. Yeah. I, I, when I thought about negotiating, I thought right away about that that. Uh, Chris Rock clip where he goes into the barbecue place. I don't know if you ever seen it. Nah. He goes into, I forgot what movie it was, but he goes into a barbecue restaurant. It's an old movie. And he tells the guys like, um, how much for a plate of ribs? And the guy tells him or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. How much for one rib? <laughs> and then the guy tells him, he's like, okay. He's like, can I get a soda? And the guy gives him the price and he's like, I give you ten cents for a sip, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, what are you doing? Here? <laughs> but it's like he's trying to negotiate like what he could afford. Right, you know? right, but yeah. It's funny. He's like, "If I give you ten cents, can I get a sip?" And then the mm-hmm. guy's like, "Man, hell no! Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's a negotiator, right there. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah. its finest. <laughs> no, so what? Um. So if you can move to any of those cities, which one would it be? Hmm. Um. All right. I know we just talked about how people said 
don't you don't want to live in LA, but I I don't believe him. I'm gonna try it. <laughs> I, 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 I wanna, Hell no, the expenses out there. Yeah, I mean that's that's why it, the I said, city was locked down completely. Right, right, like, right. I mean, if I had the money to do it, like let's say Calabasas. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, that's a different level of money. But like, if I got a job there or something where they're like, okay, we'll pay you, you know, this amount, you know, and it suits whatever. But I mean, honestly, I really, really like Houston. I mean, I moved back from New Orleans, and I mean, I just like fell in love with it again. And I you like appreciated the city, but right. I feel like you appreciated it because now you're seeing it as an adult. Yeah. When you left, you were. I was a kid. Yeah, you were. You yeah. were what? Eight, barely turning barely 18. eighteen. Yeah. You went to New Orleans. You got to live life a little bit different over there. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And then, now you come back to Houston. You see. You see it as the eyes of an adult now. Mm-hmm. You know? Really, the only issues I have with the city is that it's not walkable. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I think that's what everybody has with it, and I think Houston's trying to fix that. But I mean, it's a pretty tall task. I feel like if we weren't right now where we're at, with you know venues and places being you know closed and stuff, mm-hmm. I would have taken you to all the spots that I went to when I was your age. You know? Yeah. Like Boondocks, mm-hmm. uh, well Fitzgerald's closed already, but like I would go to Boondocks, I would go to the Flat, I would go to a, a bunch of spots, you know, all over, all over the city, right? And uh, and I got to network with, you know, not network, but I got to meet a bunch of people, hang out with a bunch of people over mm-hmm. the years, and it, I build all these friendships, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't, I don't keep not tabs on everybody. I don't, I don't, I'm not talking to them every day on the phone and stuff because you know you. You get older, you know, you start seeing things differently or your focus shifts, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm lucky to say that I have friends that have started businesses and brands and, and have followed their music dreams, yeah. you know, all these things. And, and when I run into them, it's like we still have that moment where it's like, right. man, remember us back then when we used to, like, mm-hmm. have these ideas, yeah. have these goals. And you, you can know? see the, how each other have both, both yeah. grown, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. We'll definitely do that once it it opens up. Yeah, you know? for sure, man. Uh, I I feel probably like a vet or like an old man <laughs> being in there. The last time I went to Boondocks, man, it was what about two years ago, 2019, 20, mm-hmm. 2018, I think. 2018, 2019, I went out there. Uh, went to go see one of my like, one of my best friends, you know, uh, DJ. Mm-hmm. Well, two of my friends. A DJ that night, and uh, man, they fucking tore it up. And then the thing is that like, I don't know if you ever been to Boondocks. Nope. It was like a small spot, right? Where is yeah. it? Uh, right off of Westheimer. Oh, um, okay. Over by the Numbers side of Westheimer, or further, further down? No, no. It's like so. Numbers is on one side of Montrose. Right. This is on the other side of Montrose, like closer to the Galleria. Uh, not too close. It's it's still right. It's like blocks from from. Got you. You know. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, you know where Hugo's is. Yes. It's like down the street from there. Got you. So uh, the cool thing about it, man, is like just a small spot, right? Downstairs is like just the bar, maybe like a little bit of walking area mm-hmm. to get to the restroom in it. And outside, they have like a little patio area where everybody's usually smoking out their cigarettes, weed, mm-hmm. whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And then the music is being played upstairs. But the upstairs is small as hell, too. Mm-hmm. But it's so cramped up, dude. Well, it was cramped up back then. And there's one bar up there, and it's a very small fucking bar. I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like, the wall to the speaker. 
to a monitor. Oh, wow. Yeah, like that length, like that, you know, that little yeah, box yeah, area. Yeah. That's it. It's and so they're big. pushing out beer. Yeah. They're pushing out cocktails, mm-hmm. you know. This is, this is just here so you don't have to go downstairs for right now. Yeah, you know, you okay. know? So, yeah. so you can stay up there jamming to your music and shit, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. And, uh, and then the DJ is like on one end of that room upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then the other, like there's two stairways. And it's so packed, bro, that um, I, like the memory I have of that night was my boy playing uh, uh, Sheck West. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, Mo Mamba. Yeah. And every, I guess that was coming out then. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was like so fucking yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The floor was shaking when everybody started like jumping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, the speakers are already vibrating that mm-hmm. that little area upstairs that you're like, man, this ground's about to fall. And we're going <laughs> to land on top of that bar downstairs. <laughs> Yeah. But it was it was an experience like no other, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it could be it, it could have been a different track. It could have been, you know, uh, I don't know. Woo! It could have been anything, dude. Mm-hmm. It could have been anything. That mm-hmm. place was always like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and any genre, dude. It always had its vibe. It always had its crowd. You could be outside having a beer, and there's like somebody dressed punk. You know, mm-hmm. there's somebody that's like a skater, anybody, that's awesome. but everybody would hang out there. That was like a spot to hang out. Yeah. And it was cool to see it from when I was 19 years old, seeing it over the years. You know, I would still go here and there. As I got older, I wasn't there all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going back years later to see my boy play there, mm-hmm. uh, it brought back a lot of memories of me hanging out there. But it also made me appreciate like man like not that i was part of an era but it's like i remember coming here back then there was like certain djs that were djing and now i see that they've moved on to other things you know mm-hmm. so you've seen them shift themselves also you know you've seen them mature or gone to do better things maybe live in a different city yeah dj in other places yeah you know? so yeah that, that was awesome to see man i bet i bet I can't wait until things are completely open and everyone's comfortable until where businesses can really go, you know, full out 100 percent. Because I I really want to just be out there diving into all of that, seeing all of that. It was it was I feel like it made me appreciate music way more when I was able to be about around that air, you know, Mm -hmm. during those places and stuff like that. Yeah, because you hear all these different sounds, you know, Mm -hmm. there was there's a place. um Right there off of uh, Elgin, called Two Headed Dog. Uh, nah, I, I feel like I remember that. It's right like on Elgin and Maine. It's like oh. very like hidden, bro. Like, um, like you would if you pass it up through the sidewalk, you wouldn't. It's even on the it. on the behind the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know so, exactly where you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, Two Headed Dog, man. I remember I went there in 2011. Mm-hmm. Right after my dad's passing, mm-hmm. I went to a hip hop show upstairs, bro. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was in an attic. <laughs> no, seriously, it yeah. felt like I was in an attic. Yeah, and these dudes were scratching <laughs> like '90s hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Man, it was. Yeah, it was I bet that was so. I dope. bet you love that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I think that if I'm not mistaken, I think that night um, there's a Houston rapper where he he doesn't rap anymore, really, but um. It, at the time, he was going by D. Risha, you know, and he was like rapping there, you know. And, mm-hmm. and just today, earlier, uh, I saw, you know, who Fat Tony is? Yeah. So I saw 
uh, a post from a friend of mine that, that shared it of something that Fat Tony did at South by Southwest where mm-hmm. he was, uh, I think, like jamming country and then he mixed Too Short into it. Mm-hmm. So right away it reminded me of that same year how I went to another hip-hop show. This was at um, <clears throat> Warehouse Live. And it was at the small room, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dom Kennedy was in there. <laughs> you know, it was it was one of Dom Kennedy Dom Kennedy shows. Okay. And then this other rapper, Dope Beasy, was opening up for him. I knew Doe. Doe Beasy. Yeah, I know Doe Beasy. You know Doe Beasy. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. So I know Doe Beasy. Wow, that's random. Yeah. <laughs> and the the thing is that like I did a collab with Doe Beasy back then. You know, really? I was really in in around the hip hop scene in Houston mm-hmm. at that time, and um. There's a video on YouTube of that show where I was on stage with him. Mm-hmm. And we had did a shirt together, me and Dobizi. You know, it was like this idea that I had because uh, he had he had this one uh, this one bar in one of his songs where he said two cups to keep the ice cold. Mm-hmm. So I did the shirt that said two cups to keep the ice cold. And we uh, we got him done. And it was just I did it as a gift to him. For, you know, because he was going on tour and he was showing me a lot of love, dude, for mm-hmm. my brand that I had at the time. And um, he's like, nah, man, like we were in the back room with him and stuff. We were hanging out back there. Dom Kenny was back there. We were chilling. And uh, he's like, well, I'm about to hop on. Like, you know, and then afterwards, Dom was supposed to close the show. He was a main act. Right? Yeah. So I see him on stage and then he kind of like waved me through, like come through. Mm-hmm. And I was on stage with him, you know, and, and it was. Uh, it was him, me. Bun B uh, was on stage as well. And um, what's this guy's name, dude? And it, I'm going to get, like, shit for this because he's a Houston, like, icon. Uh, but he was there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember him right now. Um, and there's footage of it on YouTube where the, he throws a shirt in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then, like, people were, like, grabbing it. And I was like, man, fuck it. I throw mine, too. And I took mine's off. And I threw it <laughs> in the crowd. And, like. I remember that Fat Tony was right there with us, mm-hmm. and he tweeted, like he tweeted, like mentioning me, saying like, "Man, this dude threw it. He took his shirt off his own back, and people are fighting for it in the crowd." <laughs> and it was it was, it was awesome. awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it was awesome. Wait, year was this? Uh, 2011. Oh wow. Yeah, dude. And uh, so when I saw it today, I went back to uh, to look up the uh, the video, and I found it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll I'll show you I I'll show you the video afterwards, but I took a screenshot of the of the the whole thing like the tweet also, like, and it was from that night of the show. Wow, because we were all there, you know, and Fat Tony was already like not fully <laughs> sharing his caring. <laughs> That's Fat, awesome. Fat Tony wasn't like you know where he's at now, you know. Yeah. He was, um, he was, he was basically like take, like at that point where he was about mm-hmm. to take off. No, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? And man, like having a bunch of friends that are, that they all like move, some move to New York, some move to Austin, some move to different places, but seeing how well they're doing, I still keep, you know, not fully keep in touch with them, but I still kind of like see what's going on with them and stuff like that. It's awesome to see, man, how much they've grown, how much, you know, how far they've gotten, you know, mm-hmm. into their craft. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's dope, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I can't wait to see, you know, you know, people that I was at school with and that I was seeing, you know, grind when I was in the world. I can't wait to see them uh, 
see what happens with that because, I mean, of course, nobody knows what the future is and any of that. But, you know, I hear stories like, like what you're saying, and um, you know that that's how it happens. You know, you see somebody, you, you're in a moment with somebody, and you're like, oh, that night was crazy. And then all of a sudden, you know, they make a name for themselves. Dude, I did not expect Travis Scott to be Travis Scott. I, I, I bet. I, I didn't go to school with him or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I had friends that were in school with me that moved to the high school that he went to, mm-hmm. to Elkins, you know? Yeah. And um, they were there during the time he was there as a student, mm-hmm. you know? And it's crazy that, like, I'm pretty sure they don't have, they don't keep in touch with them now. You know, right. when a person becomes that much of a celebrity, like, they change their number. They, they also don't want to fuck with people because I feel like, I mean, the honest truth, there's going to be people hitting them up just for shit, you know? Right, right, right. And, um, and they weren't there part of the struggle that they went through yeah. to get to where they're at, you mm-hmm. know? So it was like recently I heard Derek Lewis, the fighter, mm-hmm. uh, on Joe Rogan. Yeah. He was saying how, you know, he was, Joe Rogan asked him, like, you know, so, like, uh, what about family? And he, like, he asked him about family. He asked him about, like, you know, what's been going on. Uh, do people, like, follow him and stuff like that? And he's like, yeah, like, family, like, reach out to him for money all the time. People that he hasn't talked to in years, like, all of a sudden want to, like, talk to him for money. Like, I bet. And things like that. I bet. That's, that's and, terrible. But it also puts you in kind of, like, an awkward situation when you know the person or you're friends with them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, I want to reach out and see how they're doing, but I don't want them to think, like... I'm, I'm reaching out on yeah, something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of like, man, I'm just going to, like, when I see him, I'll see him. You know, right. that's kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. So I keep that with him. Like, from time to time, we'll, you know, I'll message him or whatever. Just show him, you know, hey, how you doing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's it. But I don't go into detail asking him anything else. I just... That's it. You know, like, yeah. I keep that because I'm like, I don't want... I, he gets this from a lot of people, bro. You know? Yeah. You don't want to be considered those, you know? Right. So. Yeah. I mean, in Travis's situation, that is super extreme, too, you know? Super. Because, I mean, he's, like, one of the biggest people on the planet at this point. Right now. Yeah. yeah. So. But, I like, I'm not trying to hate on him, bro. I'm not. No, no. And I, I have nothing to speak hate. Speak your truth. And I have nothing to hate on him. Yeah. But I feel like. I've seen, like, footage of him. I've seen, like, him at, you know, like, his uh, Look Mama Can Fly. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You see him, like, on purpose roll down his window and drive through crowds so they can be like, Travis! And he's just kind of, like, looking out, like, pretending like he doesn't see the people. Yeah. And it's like, don't do that, bro. Like, wow. you're one, you're making it seem like you're too good to look at them. And also, you're just taunting the crowd to make them chase you and, like, act wild in front of this camera. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so that those are the things that like I'm not hating, but it kind of like it yeah. gets a little like he, he, there's a lot there's a few like humble it a little bit, bro. Right. Like you know, there's a there's a yeah there's a few things that he does and it's not exclusive to him. Yeah. You know, a lot of that I it must be something that you know once you get to a certain point, certain people do these certain things. You know? Yeah. So you know, that's, when I saw it, I saw how many times he did it. Yeah. It like yeah. Like, man, we get it, bro. You're Travis <laughs> Scott. Like, everybody will be happy if you just roll down your window and wave at them. You're like, right. hey, what's up, guys? Whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But you roll down the window acting like you don't see them. Yeah. And at the same time, it makes he does give douchey. back to his fans a lot, too. You know, he, he, he'll he be... that, But that... I When he wants to. Like, 
Yes, that's that's what I'm like, getting at. Yeah, there's somebody else, and I'm only gonna like lip read it to you because I know I would get attacked for this shit. Mm-hmm. But oh, oh my goodness! Yes, like, oh, oh bro. I, I, get, I, I hate it. I hate it so much. If y'all want to know who I'm talking about? Just message me on Instagram, and I'll tell you who I was talking yeah. about. But. I, uh, Literally for years, I used to be a, oh. a certified like hater because of that. And I it's used... not a hater, bro, but it's... I just feel like, look, I just feel like, come on, bro, like what what do they really do for the city? Never seen them do anything for the city. They only show up when they trying to get those cells up, bro. Speak your truth. That is exactly <laughs> exactly that is I hey, I, want to... I I know it's gonna be like. Yep. Hell no! Yep. You know? That's how she was with me. Cause I would be telling her, I'd be like, "Yo, it's it's this is a lot of this is fake. It's not right." And but you know, well, where were you during the snowstorm, fam? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's and it's it's more than that too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like it's been, you know. Christina is gonna know exactly what I'm talking about with this. Because we talk about it all the time. I always say. Over her, like oh, me too, me bro, too, all me day, too, son. me too, and all day. You know, I, it's, I, I'm just, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, because it's not like it's not like this person is, you know. Yeah, I can already see fumes in your mom's head, bro. Like, yeah, you're gonna be like, hell no, nah. tell them to delete that episode. <laughs> it. What's even worse is. Is they praise this person like crazy, bro. All the time. And they're from where my dad's shops are. Like, right around the corner. No love ever. None. But they were there to shoot a video one time. You know what I'm saying? Didn't see anything get renovated in that area, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Just just saying, man. Exactly. I'm there in that neighborhood, what, every fucking day? Exactly. Even when I'm not working? Exactly. Even when I'm not working, bro, I'm in that neighborhood, you know? I know that neighborhood better than anything. I know it like the back of my hand. I don't see anybody's name anywhere or nothing like I haven't seen no changes because Mm -hmm. of this person, none of that. Never, bro. And that's wrong. That's wrong. That's just flat out wrong. Never. It's wrong. Hey, they weren't even here when they did the, the protest, bro. They weren't even here none of that time either. And yeah. and I get it. It might be like a political thing or yeah, the image I, or whatever. I respect that because you know what? I, I, there are other I, things I, you can do, though. You know what I'm saying? But, but there's still a way to show your support. Right. You know? Yeah. That, I'm just, man, yeah. there's, I, there's many ways you can support a community, a neighborhood, whatever it is. It's funny we've never talked about this before. Never, but, but we, we have the same yes, agreement. The exact same, which shows you that people Look. from around here they 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 have this thought. Yeah, yeah, and and people get blindsided by the by the you know just because of, of this or that. Mm-hmm. But like for me, you know, I, my wife and I have always talked about how like at one point we want to you know, do something in return to the neighborhood we grew up in, you know? Like, there wasn't a culinary program in my my neighborhood when I, uh, when, uh, when I grew up, when I, when I was in school, there wasn't a culinary program in my school. Mm-hmm. But I've thought to myself, like, man, like, I would love to add that to my school because I never had it. 
or to the district mm-hmm. because I've never seen anybody in that district have something like that. So it'd be cool to be able to do that and give back to it. You know, um, the other thing that I've, that I've thought about is uh, I've seen a jujitsu like community center open up in third ward. Mm-hmm. These guys open one. And I think, I think it's awesome. Yeah. But I, I've also had that idea of doing that for my neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of jujitsu, yeah, like it. You know, like I feel like one of the best things that happened to me was martial arts. It disciplined me. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it it shapes you. It also, you know, from a young age, it it builds that mentality where it, it gives you a tough mindset, but also you know what hard work is. Yeah, and it it's it's delicate because you're dealing with violence. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're fighting and, literally, and you know, but you're in a controlled setting, so you understand. What vi- like how violence is, yeah, and how far it can extent, go, right? right? When you can stop it, how delicate the balance is for all of that stuff. You so know? you know, I've thought about like doing that for the neighborhood that I grew up in, mm-hmm. and also maybe like when I was when I was you know little uh, elementary school, there was an after school program for taekwondo, and I did it. Mm-hmm. You know. So I would want to do that too, as in like schools there, you know, just to offer it. Yeah. You know, yeah. not not to make, you know, more violence or anything like that, but it's just like there's a discipline side and also, sorry, Good. there's also a discipline side to it, but there's also a like, you know, building your, you know, like a strong mindset, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and a tough mindset to be like, you know, you know what hard work is. You know what's being put in difficult situations, how to mm-hmm. get out of them. You know yeah. stuff like that. So, and that you can get out of them. Yep, that's that's a that's a huge ha- aspect of it. Because I mean, people will be put in situations where I was left no choice. I had mm-hmm. to do. When there's always a choice for yep. some of that. You know? Exactly, man. So, but going back to this, in, no, I'm like, <laughs> 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 man, we're gonna catch some heat off that. Uh, yeah, I should I should have guessed it already. And you said I'm gonna catch some heat if I say it, cause wow, it's the truth, bro. It is, it it's is, it truth. is. That's like, why. That's why I hate it even more. It's like this person walk around with immunity. But it's like I still say over anything, bro. Yeah, absolutely. All day. It's always been like that for me, bro. Any any album, dog. Any yep. track yep. is like I'll be going yes, back and I'll be whatever. like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's like it's like. You needed you needed help to build yep. you up. Yep. Individual over here, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Killing mm-hmm. it from yep. day one. Yep. Yep. You know. Signed you, you know what I'm yep. saying? Exactly. You just got added on, exactly. bro. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Wow. Yeah. These are my exact thoughts. Get out of my head. <laughs> Man, if we could just name drop this, it'd be nuts. <laughs> but I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's funny about when you when you were bringing that up, uh, Bun B, he from Port Arthur, right? You see him. I mean, all in the community, all over the place. I mean, he was a professor at Rice for years. I don't know if he still is. I don't know if it's if he's still or they still have that program in there, but. But I mean, but yeah. I mean, obviously, our rice is super privileged. Man, dude, I've seen already, this guy like, so many times. Like 
Everyone has. Yeah. Everyone has. And I mean, and it's not. You can it, you can see him on like okay, I saw him at a Rockets game, but you will also see him where it's like I was there was at this like outreach program in my neighborhood that was doing this and this and that for the community. You'll see him at a cook-off, bro. I mean, because he just, he just knows what his presence is and what it can do. So he, he does but it. He he also speaks about exactly. it. He has... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He doesn't get paid to, you know, like, mention a political candidate. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He actually, like... Does it out of his own heart, bro? You know? And I mean, he's he takes the time to learn and become proficient in, in certain subjects, and then comes out and then we'll we'll say something on it. But that's not just a a book, you know, a book smart man. Like that's also a street smart guy. Absolutely, like, you can tell he he knows how to put two to two together. Man. That's like, why he's special. You yeah, know? yeah. Because like he can he can speak from like. People where you know anybody, bro. Groups of people that don't understand each other. He can anybody. Speak to them he, both. he can be able to, you know, basically like relate to you or relate to, you know, your way of living, mm-hmm. and then like understand where you're coming from. You know, you know, uh, you know who else is like that? Not from Houston, but Buns not from Houston, but uh, Killer Mike. Killer Mike, J Cole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Killer Mike for sure, dude. I mean, Killer Mike's my boy. I love Killer Mike. Bro, run the jewels. Oh, he, I was literally listening when I was pulling. I pulled up. I was, I was gonna to ask jewels. you that on the question. I was gonna ask you like, who were you listening to before you pulled up? Run the jewels. I was listening to Run the Jewels right before I pulled up, and right before I listened to them, I was listening to this this guy Knowledge. Okay. Um, he does remixes and stuff, but Run the Jewels, man. I graduated from high school. It's like the new age Public Enemy, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think yeah. about it. Like, yeah, I've never thought about that. But thought about it like it's that. a new age. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. back then it was like you know they had their sound. You know, it was it was it was fight the power. You know, these things going on. But now it's like, all right, cut the bullshit. This is the facts. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and, they, and he comes with numbers, bro. Exactly. Like and when he, he'll, he'll teach you something in a verse. No, no, no yes, but also when he's challenged. He has the numbers to Absolutely. prove it to you. Like, oh, really? Well, guess what? This many numbers, this no percent. No pulling up phones or nothing. Nothing, bro. He doesn't, top of the head. he doesn't have to Google it. He talks about it every day, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when I graduated from high school, me and a couple friends, my actually my friends who put me on around Jules. Yeah, I went to day and night. I remember you telling me. Right oh, now. oh yeah. No, 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 That's a whole different thing. But we were in our cap and gown. And you know how their symbol is yeah. the, the chain and the gun? Yeah. Um, we're holding this. Up, we're holding this up in the pic in a picture. All three of us tweeted out to him. He retweets it, likes it, and he's like, "Keep going, brothers! I'm so happy for you guys." I mean, That's we're so dope. we're like, "Oh my goodness!" Like Killer Mike. I mean, because we we're listening to him, and but you listen to Killer Mike years ago. You yeah, know, I mean, but you see you see the progress, man. Like, yeah, you see like he become he became much more refined. He and, became wiser. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like he he lived the streets, he understood the streets, and then he thought, okay, now that I've you know basically established myself as a you know a public figure, what can I do to go back and bring more with me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
And, yeah. and that's exactly what he did. Like, he wasn't quiet for all these years. I mean, he had his here and there. He would, like, drop in, drop out of music, but he was doing his work. Yeah. And now he came back, and he's like, all right, like. I'm about to teach y'all. Yeah. I, I'm going to teach y'all what I learned mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. And then I want you to do the same in return. Yeah. That's why I love him so dude. much. I love him so much. I, I was right citing him in college papers. When when I, uh, that's badass. All right. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> like and getting and getting like A's on those papers. I mean, like, cause what he, what he says is just like yeah, it's just, it's facts. It's facts, and it's powerful in the way that he says it, and he knows that. Do you remember? Do you do you ever remember his uh, his song with uh, Bone Crusher? Mm-mm. No, no, man, that's a classic. Oh man, I might go back and listen to it in the car <laughs> then. I mean, it's a whole like you listen to Killer Mike, then you're like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I first him. heard him on on Outkast songs. Uh, I'm of course a big Jay Z fan, so mm-hmm. flip flop rock. I'm like, you know, this guy, this guy come through and, and kill it. He lay a body down in here, and but he's, you know, you go explore the rest of his stuff. Talented man. Yeah, and like you said, completely different, completely different. Like. Yeah, I could talk about him all day. Dude. Him, Bun, J. Cole. I like how J. Cole, like, this guy is famous, has money, was signed under Rock Nation, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? Yet carries himself so humble. Yeah. And every time he puts an album out, it's like he speaks nothing but, like, honesty. Yeah. From his heart, I, yeah, and yeah. I, I like how the, the I can't remember the track of of the last album where he was, uh, where he says like in a couple of years you'll be in loving hip hop like, <laughs> where he's telling like instead yeah. of investing your money instead yeah. of doing all these things like you you're you're doing all the dumb shit mm-hmm. and you're gonna end up wishing yeah. you didn't do that you yeah, know? and I'm glad he says that man because it's like what other you know young artists or young hip hop artists are painting the picture for younger kids. It's not the facts. Yeah. Yeah, you have all this money right now, but what's going to happen to it? You mm-hmm. know? It's going to run out. You know who else is like that, too? Who's from Houston? Sauce Walker be on a track, be acting like a financial advisor, almost. He'll be saying, like, all right, you done flipped a few packs, you got some money, but what you going to do now? You going to get you need to get life insurance for your people? You going you gonna to make sure they get some property under their name? Because what, like, you know, if you're not selling, if you're not doing this week by week by week by week by week and always making a hit, like it's gonna run it's out. It's like a, it's like living paycheck to paycheck, bro. Like exactly. He even he even talking about talks about um, a football player. He mm-hmm. even talks about a football player that um, was in the league, got hurt or something, and now he a manager at Grand Lux. No way. Yeah, I mean, but that's how that's how, that's really how I it mean, happens. It, Money can come and go. It, you it can be happens, on top, bro. and then boom, it happens. Like, um, so uh, growing up, man, in in school, middle school, and high school, uh, I played football. You know, and there was a, a friend of mine that was a teammate of mine's, and and a teammate of basically the neighbor of one of my other friends, uh, and they grew up right by Christina's family's house. You know, mm-hmm. um. Their youngest brother, like, they right away saw, like, his size. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, like, he can make it in the NFL. 
let's push him to the right direction because he was already acting bad like his brothers, you know. Yeah. But they were like, we can actually help him. Get him like, you know, give put him through the right path. Don't let him fuck up, mm-hmm. so he can make it. He was with the, uh, he was with uh, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. He's been with the Vikings, I think, for like two, three years, three years, I believe now. Mm-hmm. And he just got, uh, I don't know if he got traded or what happened, but now he's with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You know, his name is Aviante Collins. But um, but it was cool to see that man like cool to see that you know one of my like like uh, his brother's name is Juan and his other brother's name is Arte but seeing them like be like okay like we know we don't have the body or the build to be in uh in the in the NFL but he's like what position can... you play me no Le Beyonce. uh I think he is he's like a lineman yeah a lineman bro I know him yeah I they used to work out at Rice yeah, uh, his brothers ran track. One yeah, of them went all to, three like, of them. Yeah, yeah. They when went he went to, when he went to the Columbine, he made us like he, he like he, he's fast, yeah, fast. I yeah. saw him run at TSU relays as an O lineman. His dad used I used to work out with his dad. His dad is like an Olympic level runner. Yeah, and has whole holds like yeah. hell of well, masters. They're, all, they're all like Hall of Famers in, at college. Like yeah, the, they all went to the same school, I believe, or something. No, like uh, the oldest one went to TSU. Oh yeah, Arte went to TSU. Uh, but I think Levon and and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Aviante both went to TCU. TCU. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they grew up right there by Christina's mom's house. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Small world. Very, very. You said his name. I was like, I don't want to say that. I know this person. Yeah. Now he's with the with the Steelers. Really? Yeah. Really? He was. He's been with uh, with the Vikings, I think, three years, bro. If I'm not mistaken. At least. At least. Yeah. At least. He yeah. got. He got. Uh, he got picked up on the team. He didn't. He didn't get drafted like through the combine. Right. But. Uh, but it was cool. I mean, it's cool to see like how well he's doing, man. Like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and he gives he like when he was with um, with the Vikings, he was doing a lot of like community stuff with them. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, he would share like posts of it, them doing like interacting with kids and all this stuff. So I thought it was so cool, man. Yeah. And, um, the last time I saw his brother, LeVon was at the Astros parade when they won the world series. <laughs> yeah. We were talking there. It was me, LeVon, his mom was right there. And I was like, man, like I told him like, man, have you seen the show ballers on HBO? And he's like, nah, I'm like, bro, like you got to watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I think his brother had just got onto the Vikings that yeah, year. Yeah. And I was like, man, you got I was like, you gotta watch it. Like mm-hmm. it'll show you like what your family's about to go through, you mm-hmm. know? And it'll also prepare you because I'm sure, bro, there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna reach out to your family or reach out to your brother. Yeah. Try to get in his ear. Yep. Try to get like a shot out. See him or, as an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I was like, man, like he's like, no, we already, you know, we already talked to him about it. I'm like, but either way, bro, watch the show. Like it'll it's an eye opener. Yeah. To get kind of like a little bit of a perspective of like what players that are in the NFL or getting ready to go into the NFL go through. Mm-hmm. You never seen it? Oh, I've seen the first season, not the second. Okay. Well, I think I they think have three, three. Yeah, yeah, three seasons, yeah, bro. Yeah, but it's a really first. good show. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is. It is. It's so funny. well put together. It's, yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny, but it's also real as shit. Yeah. Like, even, even from um, The Rock being the retired player and he's going through yeah, like he's trying to stuff with his head and stuff know, like that and then like how you know he wasted his money and right like, you know right he's and slowly he, getting back into it exactly that's what really the whole first season is he he's going he almost spoiler broke. alert 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but you're good. You're good. <laughs> but it's, it, I mean, it's, it's a great show, bro. Yeah, like, it is. it's, it's it something is. It's worth good. watching. Like, I heard the third season's not good though. Third season kind of fell off. Maybe I guess because you know, I don't know. Not a lot of people were tuning into it because mm-hmm. there's other shows that were going on yeah. also. Yeah. But I mean, it's worth to look into again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to watch the second season. I've seen, I think, I, second the season first is three just episodes. like first season is is amazing. Second season is solid. Third season, I can't remember it too well. Yeah, I I watched a little. My parents watched the whole thing. Okay, so how, how did your dad like it? Oh, they both loved it. Like I said, they watched the whole thing. They no, thought it was really yeah. well put together, bro. Yeah, I put them on by the way. So if they when you they listen, to man, this. like, <laughs> what does your dad know, bro? I mean, exactly. He's exactly. old school. He don't know anything about exactly. this. I'm putting them all the new ways. We gotta teach him, man. Well, yeah, you know, and he's not gonna admit it. I know that. <laughs> he, when he hears this, he's gonna tell me like, you know what? Like, hold on, like, <laughs> you know nothing, yeah, little man. He's gonna tell me. <laughs> Little yeah. brother, he tells me, like, you don't know nothing, little brother. <laughs> um, Have you ever watched Kirby Enthusiasm? No, but I hear so much about <sighs> it. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. I see, like, it's little like, clips. It's funny. Bro, that show, in my opinion, it's one of the best comedy shows to ever that's exist. What, every time anybody tells ever, me about it, that's it, what And they it's say. so well written that it's, like, What's the guy's name? Uh, uh, Larry David. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote Seinfeld. Yeah, with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. But okay, this show is so fucking funny, bro. Like so. Man, I'm a start. I'm a start. Funny, bro. Like you gotta watch every episode. Like again, the first few episodes, like every show is kind of you know. Yeah. I I try to go through it when I have the chance. Like in the summer, I always pick like a show and I watch from start to finish again. HBO shows, you know, like, like, uh, two years ago was, uh, Sopranos. Oh, that's you another know? show I haven't seen all the way through. It's, it's good. It's not, it's really good. You know, like just kind of to get the perspective of like what, you know, the crime mob in New York, what, mm-hmm. you know, New Jersey area mm-hmm. was, it's a really good show. Isn't it? Don't just watch it with an open mind. Cause a lot of people think when they're going to go into it, it's going to be like violence and all this shit. But oh it, yeah. It, yeah. You no. know, it's, it's like a lot of, my you know, dad loves that show. It's one of his favorites. So Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good fucking show. Yeah. So we watched it from start to finish two years ago. Last year again was Kirby enthusiasm from start to finish again. Mm-hmm. So I think nine seasons now. Sheesh. But hold up. So, and that, then that few, just shows that it's good. That's yeah, yeah. that's exciting. Well, I'll explain to you more about it. But and then a few years back was, um, of course, Game of Thrones when it ended. We did the whole thing again. You uh, like that show? It was good. You like the end? ending? Uh, no, I hated it. But it's like every like mostly every HBO show they give you like they give you like a, a shitty ending to kind of leave you on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. where you want more. I guess you call like, that a bro, cliffhanger. Well, it's not a cliffhanger, <laughs> but it's like, man, like this could have been better. Like, yeah, go, you know, yeah, they want you to go yeah. back to it because they don't want the show to end. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they it was just it was just rushed. I mean, it, two years, bro. Like, hey, how but, how rushed could it be? <laughs> you're right. You're right. But yeah. I mean, it's right. That's like you know. Uh, no, but I mean, I did feel that anyone was rushed, but they basically tried to tie all the knots before it was over. Right. And I guess people were upset also because. It didn't end the way they wanted it to end. Everybody wanted 
you know, to for them to go fucking kill, you know, certain people. Yeah. I'm not trying to spoil it if you right, haven't watched right, it, but, right. you know, they... That's what they wanted as the ending. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and you can't always have it your way, bro. Because, yeah, it's a show that's that's written. But the best thing is when a show is unpredictable at the end, bro. Like, you think you know what you're watching. And then yeah. They, yeah. you're like, I, I though You're damn, making good points. You're making good I points. Didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen like that. You know? Yeah. Because that's life itself. Life, it is. Life it is. is like that. Like, you think you have control. And then, boom, coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. So. You're right. Um, going back, so then before that was Entourage, which Entourage is one of the best. Entourage is pretty good. I haven't best, finished it. It's one of the best fucking shows ever. Yeah, Entourage it is pretty good. It gives you an insight of like Hollywood. It's 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 a whole lot of dumb stuff going on in that. No, show no, too. true, true. But I'm saying like, I mean, it's such a well put, you know, show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it's makes cool. you feel like you're one of the boys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It makes you feel like you're part of the show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and those are the best shows. Um, going back to to Curb Your Enthusiasm, they had a certain amount of seasons, and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. And the the show was so fucking good. He like they basically give like Larry David the freedom to do whatever the fuck he wants, mm-hmm. right? So I guess you know after a couple of years he's like fuck it, I'm gonna do it again. And he came back, wow. and it was just as fucking good. Mm. And then it got he took like a year off or whatever, and then he brought it back again, and then just fucking killed it. Wow! Season nine just ended last year, right when Corona uh, started happening. Whoa! Okay, I didn't realize. Yeah, season okay. nine just finished. Okay. But the show's still like rolling, bro. It's such a good hmm. show. All right, I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna start it. It's really good show, man. And then, um, uh, I, the comedy is. To the point where it's like almost offensive, mm-hmm. but it's not offensive mm-hmm. because it's fucking funny. Like, yeah, they write it so well mm-hmm. that it's like, you know, you. That's you, how that's how it is in the clips that I've seen, dude. Like, like and I've, he gets away with a lot of shit. Like, I know, I know, but he's able to do it. Like the comedy, it's is to the point where it's like, man, that's I can't I can't be mad at it. You know, yeah. <laughs> Like he thought he had a racist dog at one point. Like yeah, on one, on yeah. One. That's what. That's really. That's what I saw. The, <laughs> the clips from that episode. And the dog wasn't even racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw it so out of context that I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. You just have to watch the full episode. Bro. I know. I know. And then there's like episode. Man, dude, I. Just, there's just so many goddamn clips, dude, that I can I can put you on that. You're gonna laugh your ass off, dude. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch it. I'm definitely gonna it's, sit down. It's and really watch good, it. man. And like I said, be open minded to it. Like, as you become more of an adult, you know, you you understand the humor that he's saying. When you're young, you're like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, you're like, "Oh shit!" Like it's about the real world and, yeah. and the world that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. It's so well put together, man. Yeah. Um, have you ever watched Barry? Barry. Yeah, on uh, HBO. Oh, is that the one about Obama? No, no, no. Barry uh, is with... Uh, <laughs> I feel dumb. No, well, there was a movie called Barry that was okay, about Obama. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. But there's a show called Barry, and... Oh, man, what's his name? Um, God damn it. I can't remember his name uh, by, by, like, memory. He... Uh, hold on. Let me look at it real quick. It's uh, with... Bill Hader. Oh, yeah. I like Bill Hader. So, Bill Hader. He's jokes. 
Dude. He's a clown. If you've never seen Barry, you see a whole different side of him. It's serious? It's like serious but funny. Mm-hmm. But then it goes back to like action. Action? Dude, it's everything in one. Okay. Okay. It's everything in one. I like HBO shows. The, I, I tell Christina all the time that I feel like HBO has the best shows. Not, not you know, shows that are not on HBO that are really fucking good. I feel, you know, everybody likes Power. I love Power. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I've seen the first season and a half, and I did not like it. No? I did not like it. Man, watch it again, bro. All right. Like, I, I, but I hear that, that it kind of goes down, and it has peaks and it, valleys it ha- all through it. But it makes a good show. Okay. Okay. You know, it makes a good show because if you get, like, just the same thing over and over and over, you're going to get bored of it. Mm-hmm. But okay. if it has this twist, it's plots, like... Okay. You're like, oh, okay, cool. You know? I, the, another issue with it is I've seen so many spoilers. Like, so many. I I know who dies. But, I know how they die. But, like, I mean, you have to watch the show, bro. It's a really good show. Have you ever watched The Shy? No, but my parents <laughs> be saying that that one's pretty good, too. I watched part of the Man, first season. Dude. Hey, The Shy does not disappoint. What about Snowfall? I've been wanting to get into Snowfall. Snowfall is good. Really? Snowfall is good. I was good. actually about to start it last week, but I got into this other show called Rami. I don't know if you ever watched Rami. No. It's, uh, it's this, um, he's an Egyptian Muslim kid, like, mm-hmm. not a kid, but he's like, you know, a young adult. And I mean, it, it has some comedy, it has like some political stuff, but it's, it's a really good show. I recommend okay. it. Uh, What's it on? I, um, on Hulu. Okay. Bad. Bad. And, uh, that's where I saw Snowfall. Yeah, and I put it on my list to like watch You're it. Cute. You know? yeah. so, be watching shows like every day. Uh, not every day, but when I'm home or whenever I'm like prepping, I put it on and I'm watching it and I'm prepping and I'm like, you know, and if it's a really good show, I save it for my day off. And when my day off, I like binge watch it a little bit, you know, where I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not cooking. We're just gonna sit here today and we'll probably go grab like dinner. At like a fast food place right around here. <laughs> yeah. Because we're just tired, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's like the, that's when I actually like binge watch a show. Yeah. Um, or if I'm like, if I have nothing to do on the evening and I'm like, all right, I already did this. I already took care of that. Like, you know, because I try to spend time with my pups, man. I try to, they're like my kids, man. So yeah. I try to give them their time of day. Correct. You know, sit with them. You know, yeah. give them that love. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah. And so we sit there, we watch shows, they fall asleep. I'm watching the show. Mm-hmm. That's another time, you know? But um, so uh, Rami is is uh, really good. Uh, I'm gonna watch Snowfall. The Shy is really good, man. I, I feel like you and your your dad and I could talk about like shows. Maybe that's yeah. what we're gonna talk about him and I. Like yeah, because we both enjoyed Treme. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Wow, I be forgetting about that show. That yeah. shit is yeah. I was watching that Incredible, in New dude. Orleans. That's when I started it. So, there was one episode where there's like, you know, the cool thing about like New Orleans is like the same famous jazz artists that are from there. You can easily catch them any night mm-hmm. at a bar, like, <laughs> and they're I playing mean, live. I yeah, I mean, you gotta kind of know, like but, Kermit and like yeah. you know, yeah. So, um, I remember watching. One time the show and there was a uh, this one dude like just going hard on a on a trombone right, mm-hmm. and 
I was like, man, I've seen that dude somewhere. So then I went back to like my photos on my phone from the la- from I guess like the the most recent time I was in New Orleans when during the time I was watching the show, and it was a picture of him at the same fucking club. Wow, playing, bro. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, I that's was like, man, that's that, so crazy. It's dope that you recognize him too. Yeah. you know, like, I was like, that's crazy. Mm. That it, and the show was recorded years before that. Yeah, you know, so it's yeah. like, man, that's so awesome. Like, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, that's like one of the the cool things about that show is like it lets you see New Orleans for what it really is. Mm-hmm. And it also shows you a lot of the stuff they went through, mm-hmm. you know, uh, during the time of Katrina, man. Like, you know, yeah. how a lot of people were affected and stuff. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that you can really that is, you know. One of the most like lasting disasters that you know that you could point to in our, mm-hmm. I guess, United States history, or at least recently, you know, yeah. um, it's because of the way it was handled, really. And I, the show kind of touches on that, and it touches on it in a way where you can kind of see, like, how the city was handled before, mm-hmm. and then and how you know, people were trying to make money mm-hmm. off the damage of the city. It's like basically there were. They were like, we can make money off of a city that's damaged right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we can go in, invest, while everybody's hurting. Yeah. You know? They weren't looking for the benefit of building the city again for people. Right. They were looking for the benefit of making more money for themselves. Which is a shame, because it's, it's an extremely historic city. Yeah. I mean, I was reading a article the other day about uh, music and how Africans, uh, when they were brought... Uh, here's slaves and stuff and how they were using drum patterns to communicate so of course you would have like a plantation and miles away you would have another plantation and like slaves were like doing drum patterns like to the point where another like the other people on the other plantation could hear them and they were planning like things and, and communicating with one another and of course you know that's passed on from generation to generation they're learning, um, you mean, and, and as things are happening, they're adapting. Uh, and then it fast forward to New Orleans. New Orleans is one of the first places in the United States where they don't have uh, a lot of segregation. So in in of course it's not mm-hmm. like in like corporate at the time in the in industries and in industrial um, places there it's not it's still very segregated, but. In, in the streets where you had um, sex workers, music, bars, clubs, all of that stuff, all of that stuff, it, it was not segregated. They had a lot of different types of people there, and, and it just it helped yeah, spread and, so and much. Any race, any background, like they were all like, it, they say how, you know, I've, I've heard this, how New Orleans is, is like a bowl of like, just everything just gumbo yeah you know, like, no i mean it's the truth yeah you know? i know I and know. uh so there's a there's a friend i consider this person a friend of mine uh they're you know they've been a customer of ours since we've been doing pop-ups at betison brewery this mm-hmm. brewery right there in rice village and um uh, his name is norman really really awesome guy like very nice his, his wife lisa both sweetest people you could ever meet man mm-hmm. so cool um Little by little now, I've gotten to know them a little more, you know. Uh, usually now when they've come, uh, I've sold out, and then I'll have, like, a 
you know, I have the, the time to be able to sit down, have a beer with him, hang out. Mm -hmm. Usually he'll send me a beer while I'm cooking, you know, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I, I'll, I, I'm able to take the time to hang out with him, you know. And uh, he was telling me he's from New Orleans, you know. Yeah. And he was telling me that growing up as a child, like, you know, it was, he hasn't been there in years, but growing up, the city was so different. He said how everybody knew everybody. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody in their neighborhoods, you know, like big time. Like everybody ate at the, the local cafe. Mm -hmm. Everybody went to the same church, mm -hmm. you know, that if you went out on a date with like a girl from from school, everybody would know that you were on a date with her because they would see you at the <laughs> at the local restaurant or whatever. You know, but it's just it was yeah. so such a big community, you know. Yeah. And he said like it's, he, it's got he that. that he loved that about it. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah. man, like that's like the best thing that new Orleans offered to him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, it was a family the whole time. It was a community the whole time. He's like, yeah. And man, it's, it's true. Like the thing is that we can't have that here in Houston because you said it earlier. It's harder for us to walk to, you know, to places because right. the streets are so bad, you know, mm -hmm. not in danger, but just they're bad to walk on, you know? Yeah. And then also everything's so spread out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you'll have a, a coffee shop here, but the next one's like a mile away, you know, Eas easily, easily. Yeah, sometimes it's further, right. you know, so you uh, have little pockets where they got stuff going on. Yeah. You know, so the Heights is kind of like that, but it's, it, it's trying to be there. The Heights where it's right. like a communal, you know, right. spot, but it still has a lot of things separated. Yep. You know, yeah. which really sucks. Really, yeah. really sucks. But it's also, man, like the thing is that like these investors come into these neighborhoods the value goes up on the properties. Yeah. It's hard to like be able to make that place a community, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. here, this is a community here. Yeah. Like, we all know each other, mm -hmm. not, not technically know each other. Like, but everybody on my street, mostly everyone, we all know each other. Yeah. I hang out with my neighbors every now and then, you know, we talk mm -hmm. message, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's like no food place around. Here. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying like the closest food place is what like 10, 20 minutes, fifteen minutes. Yeah, here? you gotta drive. Yeah, and if we had something like, I mean, the way the neighborhoods built, you know, it's hard to have something in the neighborhood. But mm -hmm. you know, but they they built that with that in mind. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah, like, you know, you know, people gonna need to eat. Yeah, like, and but I, I I love that in your neighborhood is like you have something on the corner, right? You know, and there's like little things here and there. Mm -hmm. And it's great that you can walk to these places, but also, man, it's hard to walk around these places. Right. You know, it is. It's because the, it's just you not, can't have it all. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wish it was like that. I wish, I wish the world was like that, you know, at least, you know, kind of by the universities where the shop is and but all there is man. like it's not the thing is that the university build it for themselves inside the university like mm -hmm. they have all these little food spots you know right and you almost got to be but a it's student all to even get in yeah. there and, yeah mm -hmm. and it's all chains too like yeah there's no like hey yeah. let's open this up for like a mom and pop business right you know? and that's another thing about new orleans you know they got that's that's their thing it's not there are no chains around there that's true there are no the chains. only one the only two that I think, Popeyes and uh, Canes, uh, Canes. But I was gonna say Popeyes and uh, Krispy Kreme. Oh, but you don't even see Krispy Kreme. They're like around. on the outer part. Yeah, yeah. It's not where they're yeah. really in the city. And like, whereas here, you got 
the McDonald's, the Whataburgers, the Canes, like everywhere, everything, bro. Everything, and that's what it is. Everywhere. I told when Christina and I were looking for houses, you know, to buy a house. That's the one thing we didn't want. We don't want to be where it's like because we lived in Pearland, mm-hmm. you know. We lived and in that's Pearland. Super, bro. We lived in yeah. Pearland for two years. Everything was so close to us, which was really awesome to have H E B like literally down the street mm-hmm. to have Sam's across the street, yeah, you know, Walmart, all these things. Yeah, know, everything. Stuff, yeah. But with that, the weekends you didn't want to go nowhere because it was so much traffic, bro. Yeah, it's all commercial stuff. <sighs> it Dude, sucks. It the sucks. restaurants suck, bro. Yeah, it's like you only have the same chain restaurants. You and then we went to go look at houses, in, you know, to you know, in different neighborhoods. Every time we would go to one that was like a, a neighborhood that we loved, that's all you saw was like same fucking chain yes. restaurants that were in Pearland. We're like, bro, we can't get away from these fucking restaurants. They're like following us. You that's know? what, and I, I don't understand for the life of me why they keep on doing that. But I'm gonna explain it to you, okay? So, matter of fact, you like Korean barbecue? Absolutely. After this, Korean barbecue. Bet. I know a spot down the street. Let's so, do it. <laughs> um, so, anyways, um. Talking about this Korean barbecue spot, right? There's uh, also like a pho, noodle, ramen, whatever spot next door. Um, Christina and I were talking about it. We're like, man, like these places can be much better. Well, they're great. Mm-hmm. The Korean barbecue spot is great. But we're like, man, they could have so much more customers if they weren't located where they're located. You know, they're kind of hidden. You know, mm-hmm. I said, uh. But they're in the same like parking lot being like basically like shadowed by Texas Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Olive Garden. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, fuck. Uh, Lupe Tortillas. Like these, you know, these these big companies. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I and she's like, yeah, but, you know, I would love to see them get bigger. I was like, the problem is they can't like. These people come in, they take the, the bigger spaces, they're able to get the bigger build outs, you know, because mm-hmm. they're they're corporates, you know, they're big companies and they, yep. they establish themselves here. And of course they got the promo already. That's so basically when you're driving through, you're like Olive Garden, Texas Roadhouse, TGI Fridays. Damn, okay, I might get one of these. But if you really pay attention, the little spot in the very back is the Korean barbecue spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the other thing I was explaining to her is like, we went to Texas Row House a while back. You know, it was like, we saw them just like comp a food for somebody. Like they just complain about like the little dumbest shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, the meal's on us. That Korean barbecue spot can't do that. Right. It's such a small spot. I'm pretty sure not. I'm not saying they can't afford it, but it's like, man, like it hurts them more, way more than it would hurt Texas Roadhouse to comp somebody's food. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why would why like why do that to them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I, I can't stand that. And that you mentioned Pearland. Pearland's really bad. It's an extreme situation with that. Over Super there. expensive to fucking move into Pearland too. Like it's, it's it's that's why I really don't like it. I used to want to live out here when I was a kid, really bad. And then never wanted to live out here. Like the only reason I moved to Pearland in the beginning, like when I had the apartment, was because I always thought about accessible. If I need to get to them, I always think about like, I don't know. I was taught like this. Think about like how if you ever have an emergency, fastest way to get to the medical center. You want to have everything accessible, <laughs> yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to be able to, you know. You just never know, man. Like you just never fucking yeah. know. Yeah. 
So when we moved out there to Pearland, uh, in the beginning, I thought about like fastest way to work, fastest way to, uh, if I, in case I need to go to the medical center, in case I need to go see my mom, in mm-hmm. case I need to go, you know, mm-hmm. I just thought about the, you know, all, my wife, was, and yeah, stuff, my you know. wife thought the same thing about her mom, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to be not too far from her. When we were looking at houses, we were looking at Lake Houston, man. We were out way the fuck out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're beautiful houses, bro. Summerwood area. It was definitely like the area that I wanted to go move to. Houses were so gorgeous, bro. You know? Uh, but we saw this one and we love this house, bro. Mm-hmm. And I love like you see how you come upstairs and it does that whole Yeah. It's I like, like that. my own I little like my own little, you know, I like getaway, the front bro. Too. I appreciate I like, it. I like the front where it has the the seats yeah. out there. That's like, in, that's crucial for me. Yeah, like you want to be able to hang out right. at your own home. Right. I sit out there every now and then, bro. Like mm-hmm. when I get to the house, I don't even walk in. I'm like, oh, hold up, let me sit right the, here real quick. You know, that's the best. So, we fell in love with this house and a house in Summerwood, and we're like, man, like which one, which one? And then Christina made like a very good point. She said, look, your mom's by herself at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be able to, in case you need something, we're not that far from her. Mm-hmm. In case my mom needs something, I'm not that far from her. We're also, like, not super far from work. They're building the new, toll, well, now it's built already, but at the time they were building the 288 toll road. Oh, yeah. And she's like, that's going to be accessible, so whenever you sell food at night and you're running, ho- you're coming home and it's late, you can easily hop on that, you mm-hmm. know? And you don't have to like, yeah, yeah. so you don't have to like be falling asleep on the way home and stuff. I'm like, you're right. So we thought about that. We're like, perfect. We love this house. And we got this house, you know, Mm -hmm. but we we thought everything through before we did anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, I've been looking, my goal for, you know, the next, you know, my next move is to get a house. And it will happen, bro. I know, I know. I know. I know your pops has a context. I got context too. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's always a way, man. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it would be a starter home, though. Like, you know, this is a starter home for us, man. Yeah, but it's two of y'all. It's it's one. No, of true, true, true. But yeah. you know, but there's there's ways, man. There's homes that like one story homes. There's, mm-hmm. it. You know, don't ever sell yourself short, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's always a possibility, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And like you said, you and my pops got contacts. Yeah. And so. I mean, you know, your dad has advised me a lot over the years whenever I have had any questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate those. So I apply them when I when I need them, you know. So, yeah, that's that's one of the things that, I, yeah. that I'm I'm grateful to have in my life, dude, is that, you yeah. know, that I'm glad that, like, yeah, my father's not here, but I still have your dad. You know, yeah. that I can any question that I have, ask him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he and I promise you, he he loves that so much, you know, to be able to offer. That's as I've gotten older, that's what I've noticed about him too. He does things and gets information and 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 lives his life. And he what he loves about it is to be able to share it with other people. Yeah. You know, give back, yep. do things. That's part, that's a lot of the reason why his businesses are where they are, because that's where he was. That's where he was when he was growing up. He went to St. Mary's and then went to St. Peter's. Yeah, you know. But I mean, you you know, he. I feel like he he deserves way more credit than 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 he gets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By many. You yeah. Know what I'm yeah. Um, I mean, we've been hitting this for a while, bro. We gotta oh, do yeah. this again. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, we deep dive into a lot of things. How did you How did you enjoy it? I I had a great time. I had a great time. You gotta come back again. Uh, we are. We're definitely doing this again. 
anytime you want. Yeah. Yeah. Just hit me up and be like, hey, let's record this day, this week, whatever. I'll make it happen. Yeah. And I can't wait. We're going to, you're going to teach me everything, bro. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, but as every episode, when it comes to a finish, before I ask that question, throw in your plug in so people can follow you. Also, you know, we didn't get to get to the, about the stuff you're working on and stuff, but we'll bring that on in yeah, the next one. Yeah, yeah. This is just for people to get, you know, familiar with, with Melvin, you know, yeah. Mel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I'm all of my socials really the same mighty underscore leader. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm be posting more content, uh, as he, he's starting off, man, but, you know, but, there's so much that he can that he can share that we just we'll get to it man like yeah you know yeah. It, it's a start yeah and i'm glad i finally got you in here after what a year yeah it's, trying to get you I, in here i looked at the text messages it's, it's been a year yeah so after a year trying to get you in here to do this i'm glad i, I was able to finally get you in here for for you to get you know just a taste of it so that way you can be able to start doing what you want to do yeah so i'm glad i, I got you in here so you plugged in your social media, any message you want to send out to anybody or family or whatever it is that you can, cause I mean, you're going to, we're going to share this with everyone. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, not, you know, my family, y'all, you guys know, I love them. So, you know, a special shout out to, yeah, special shout out to my little sister, Josie. I've been mentioning her a lot. You know, you'll hear me mention her all the time. She's one of my biggest inspirations. So she's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, now the final question before the episode is done with if you can build your ideal taco and this could have anything man like no restrictions hmm. no restrictions I, why didn't i why didn't i argue because that's this? the point man that's the point it's to catch you at this moment hmm. to see what's on your mind if you can build your ideal taco right now and every time there's been people who are like man i thought about this through and i and i really you know i was preparing myself and then they hear it and they're like fuck yeah that's so if you can build your ideal taco, what would it be? All right. Um, okay. I think I'm going to go I'm gonna go chicken. Um, Grilled, fried, a shredded. I was going to go shredded. Okay. I was going to go shredded. Um, Any particular, like, thigh, dark meat, white meat? Hmm. I like using thighs because they're juicier, but it's your taco. Yeah, I mean, I like the thighs. I like the thigh flavor. And I guess it's not me cooking it. Because the thing about thighs for me sometimes, like, depending on how I, where I'm cooking it, sometimes it could be just a little bit uneven. Um, so, I guess thigh, shredded. Um, ooh, all right. So, but now we're going to get to the, to the issue of, you know, this, this, is, this, is the, this is the part right here. Okay. Like, um... Hmm. All right. What is the? Um. I can't. I don't. I don't know the different types of cheeses. Okay. Um. What What are you looking for? I'm not looking for nothing. Like a specific, like, like a like a cheese that easily melts. That's or a cheese that's very milky. Something that's. All right. You're asking the good questions. Um. Something creamy. Not creamy. Uh, but kind of melty, you know, melty cheese. Um, Yellow or white? White. Okay. White. Um, 
Green sauce, super spicy. Really spicy. Really spicy. Okay. I mean, I want to be, I want to be halfway through the taco and think, man, yeah, like, I maybe shouldn't have ordered this because okay. I'm, I'm about to cry. Oh, you know? okay. That's what so I like. You like really spicy food, then? I do. Okay. I do. Um, and then, um, to go with the spice, I kind of like something usually that either first you got to put some onions on there. Okay. Now grilled, raw, raw, pickled, raw, okay, or pickled, raw or pickled. Don't put any grilled onions are for cheeseburgers for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, caramelized onions are, okay. are a big part of you're street right. food. You're right. So. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I, they can but actually... I don't even think of those as grilled. Okay. Because the grilled is just like onions. Well, I mean, maybe. they're sautéed on the. You know, like when you think about like, well, when cooking tacos, you use a griddle, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're just sitting there on the side, just burning yeah. up. Yeah. But you're you right. use them. You know, they you're pick right. up so much flavor. So. Yeah. You're right. Um, and then honestly, some you could put you could put some, as I call it, avocado on there, some avocado, avocado, <laughs> uh, some avocado. <laughs> That's the first. <laughs> um, but I mean, not necessary. But other than that, I like it real simple. You know, okay. The, if the chicken is really good, you don't even need the cheese on there. Just give me some good tortillas. But there's, like, I make this one dish is a creamy habanero chicken. Mm -hmm. You don't even need cheese in it because it's that's creamy what I'm saying. and it's shredded. Yeah, yeah. you got to have the, you, you got to have the cream. If you're not going to have the cheese, you got to have something to give the, give the different texture. You know, you want, you want to have the balance between all of the textures in, in each bite, especially with a taco, you know. Cause it's like, I mean, obviously you know. So deck it down again. How would you layer it? Tortilla, flour, corn. All right, it depends. Cause flour can be good sometimes, but a lot of people just just be doing flour. Cause I guess it's easy. I don't know. It's thrown together. Yeah. So see, I feel like flour tortillas they can go on certain items. Right. Shredded chicken, but, honestly, but, better with corn though. Yeah. Yeah. But I would feel like. If you use flour tortillas, breakfast tacos mostly. Absolutely. Now, breakfast shredded, tacos shredded or chicken? a huge taco? Shredded chicken? Yeah, a burrito you, or a quesadilla, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like any other meat can. it's perfect with a corn tortilla because corn tortilla has so much texture compared to a flour tortilla. Right. You know? Right. Flour tortilla is pillowy, soft, but a corn tortilla, man, it is. it has different textures. It bubbles up when you put a little oil on it. It can crisp up. It can stay soft, you know. Right. So many ways, but right. deck it out. So corn tortilla. Shredded chicken. Are you ba basing anything on it before you put the chicken? Honestly, I don't know. Some people put the salsa first and then the chicken. Some people oh. put some people put tortilla, some beans, and then the chicken. I mean. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. So, so I feel like I'm, I'm opening your head. Even you, more are, you are. You are. You are. You are. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. That's why I was like, I should have been Nobody's ready. ever prepared for the taco question at the end. So <laughs> you think you're ready, but you're not. No, you can't be. Um, so right. many combinations, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I guess I would go, uh, you could put the bean. You can put some beans on there. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. But I mean. Black. Refried. I mean, you see how it keeps opening another yeah. door and another door and another door. All right, I'm, I'm gonna shut up because people are gonna be like, "Man, let the man do his taco, bro." <laughs> so, no, do no, your no. taco. He's, he's 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 doing a good job. He 
please continue to drop input. Um, so, my favorite is black, but you know, I don't, I don't know what would be great for for this type of taco. I prefer, just me. I prefer black beans. Yeah, I like black a lot. Yeah, that, that's my can, favorite. You can make them your know, like spicy black yeah, beans, bro. Yeah, I do. I usually make these spicy black beans when I use them. Mm-hmm. They hit, bro, every time. All right, so let's go black. Okay, black beans, shredded chicken. All right, right after the chicken, put the salsa on there. Don't put it on at the end because I don't want any salsa spilling off. I want it. I want it falling through my chicken. Okay. Um, and then. We gonna go no cheese onions. Oh, remove the cheese. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No cheese onions, cause I feel like the cheese sometimes. It, oh. Unless, unless it's like the, uh, what's the crumbly one? The queso fresco. One. Yes, queso fresco. I, I feel like queso fresco is acceptable on a taco. Mm-hmm. Any other type of cheese is quesadilla. That's what I'm saying. Cause uh, queso fresco and cotija. On a taco. Yeah, everything I was going to say cotija, too. Everything else, quesadilla. That's what it is, a quesadilla, basically. You can use Monterey Jack, mozzarella, Oaxaca, asadero. Yeah. Anything. Cheddar, whatever the, whatever, the, whatever yeah. you please that melts, that's a quesadilla now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So you can still use it as a topper, you know? Because mm-hmm. that's what the, yeah. Okay, so queso fresco. Okay. And then... Um... For, since I said the spicy salsa, I want the raw onions. The pickle and the spice isn't always the best combo to me. Why is that? The pickle... Cuts it, back on the spice? It doesn't, but it doesn't, like... The the onion, it, like, cuts through it sometimes, you know? And that's what I like about but it. But, I mean, it, it's it's balanced. Yeah, of course, of course. Everything we're, we're talking about here is balanced, you know? But... You know, the, the pickles, it doesn't, sometimes it does cut through it, but it depends on, on the, on where you're getting it from. Yeah. It depends on pickling. Some people yeah. make them sweeter. Right. Some people make them more like more, have that more vinegar taste. Right. To right. You know, so, so, okay. So raw onions, white raw onions. Yeah. Okay. Um, any cilantro? Yes. I was just about to say okay. some cilantro and then we're, we're done. Just okay. get, just give me like three or four of those. Okay. No crema, nothing. Hmm. Okay, we can. I could get down with that. Okay, any seeds or anything on it? No, no. What like what? What? Would, tell me what the seeds would do for them. Uh, textures. Okay. Like uh, so my creamy creamy habanero chicken is mm-hmm. basically what you're describing. Uh, so it's a slow cooked chicken. Uh, I make like a this like habanero salsa that's not even spicy. It's just very creamy, but it has a flavor of the roasted ha- uh, habaneros, and it also has uh, almonds in it. Okay. So it, the nuttiness of hmm. of that, but it also, you know, when it's all like combined together, you know, when you blend it, it uh, it also gives it like little little small crunchy textures in it too. Hmm. You know, so it's a part of it at the end. Okay. They, I know people can't see my face, but I'm smiling. <laughs> you, you you just described a hit. Yeah. Okay. You gotta come and try it, man. I know. I know you tried other ones in the past when when you and your family came through. I'd be looking at your menu. I'd be like. Oh what are you waiting for? I know. I need what to go. What, what are you doing at Blue Door, man? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. What are you doing <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to go this weekend. Beef Wellington what? I'm going to go Beef this weekend. Well- Beef Wellington what? <laughs> Boy, get that shit out of here. You know, my birthday is next week. Perfect. Yeah. 
Come through. We yeah. got you. Yeah. You'll be Come there. Come through, yeah. celebrate at Johnny's. Matter of fact, now that you bring it up, so what are you doing next Monday? Nothing. I have work. You know, but. Okay. Well, Johnny's, the bar, is mm-hmm. celebrating their anniversary all week. That's what they do every year. Monday, they're, my friend uh, Justin and Patrick, they're opening their bar call night shift. They're going to take over Johnny's for the night mm-hmm. as the anniversary. They're going to do like a special glass, you know, for it and everything. And there's going to be some food made yes, by me. It's not going to be tacos. What is it? Oh. I'll talk about it afterwards. Awesome. But it, it, we haven't released the full menu, but it's it's something dope, man. I can tell you're excited. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It, it's the first time that people are going to get a different side of just tacos. Okay. Okay. So I'm ready to fuck up some people's minds, bro. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be cocky, man. I'm not. But I know... When I really like dive in deep into the food that I make, I do it with like passion. I do it with fucking love. I, I every little thing on that just to make one item or that one dish is examined. It's basically like I, I make sure that I, I create a delicious item that's very well balanced and full of flavor. So you can enjoy it, man. So mm-hmm. when you eat it, you're like, fuck, man, like. Where the fuck was this, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Be that's why I get excited. Let it, let it all lose. Brag on yourself. I'll fuck your taste buds up. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but honestly, man, like I, I uh, come out, uh, anybody that's listening to this, come out Monday. Uh, don't consider it a comer because it's not that. It's a whole different fucking ball game. It's it's what, what I consider or what, you know, Justin and Patrick and I consider represents what night shift does you know awesome so uh look forward to it man come out try it uh this weekend if you're free you know yeah drop in on the tacos i am i you know i usually wait till the day of to post the menu because like i said i create my menu by what i'm feeling that day Mm -hmm. but i already know what i'm cooking this weekend what you got so i'm doing okay yeah i'm doing uh i'm doing and I'll show you what it is. Some people know what this is already, but I'm doing these Tlaque Pocket tacos. And it's a, uh, it's these five small street tacos, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, uh, it has like barbacoa, you know, yeah. and they're folded, but they have this salsa poured over it, right? And they're called bañados when you pour the salsa all over it. Mm-hmm. When you put the salsa on the side, they're called Tlaque Pocket, mm-hmm. you know? The thing is, when you eat them with the sauce on the side, it's so good. When you eat them with the sauce over it, it's spicy, but fucking good. Okay. And it's crazy because it's like... There's you, a difference. It's like you can't escape the salsa now. Okay. When you're eating it with the salsa on the side, you you, you kind of like measure what you can tolerate. Right. But when it's over, it's over, bro. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, you can't escape it. It's all over your fingers, all over your plate, but it's so good, and it's that spicy. You're like, man, it's so spicy, but I, I can't stop. I got to finish this. This is so good. And it has... White onions and cilantro in it. Man, so, I'm out this watering. I'm, this weekend for I'm sure. I'm hype. I'm hype. Yeah. This weekend for sure. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll so let's then. let's finish this off, man. So thank you again for coming out. Thank you for thank you taking for the time me. to to be here, and I, I can't wait to have you back, man. Yeah, I can't wait. We got to do this again. We will. We will. We realize that you know we've known each other for all, basically all our lives, bro. Yeah. You know. I ain't not all of mine. Well, yeah, all of your <laughs> life because you're younger than me. But yeah. you know, um, 
but I, we've always had that thing when we've seen each other. We always, like, there's something, you know. Yeah. Your dad always says, your little brother, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad we got this. I'm, I'm sure he's going to listen to it. Yeah. And, and I can't wait for us to do more of these. Dude. Yeah, I can't wait, too. All I right. I can't wait, too. But well, thank you for being here, man. Thank you.